Welcome back to the Lost Joystick Network. Episode 31. What's wrong with my voice? <laughs> Why are you asking me? Why are you muted? Because I didn't want to talk. All I knew right. I was going to be possessed to talk. Welcome back, everybody. Lost Joystick Network, episode 31. My name is Mike. Joined, as <laughs> always, by my co-host, Jay. Jay, say hello. What up? Jay, we have a special guest uh, that is dialed in today. Why did you do that? I don't know. I was trying to act excited. You want to you tell the people who's on with us? Oh, can I? Tell the peoples. I need a drum roll. We don't have a drum roll, do we? That's a terrible drum roll. I'm doing my best over here. It's a hollow table. Okay, I guess that's fair. Just tell them. So, <laughs> we actually, tonight we have the one and only, from the Collector's Quest podcast, Johnny Iucci. Welcome. Hi. How's it going? Good, good. How are you? Oh, you know, hanging in there, just trying to uh, stay out of the heat, you know, because weather is the most interesting thing to talk about. So I th- come in hot. I, I always love when I'm on like a sales call. I'm on a I'm a pre-sales engineer. And when I'm on a sales call, when nobody has anything to talk about, they're always like, so what's it like in Michigan today? And I'm like, oh, my God, are we talking about the weather? <laughs> come on. Just, oh, no. Are we talking about weather again? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but even in like our office uh, where everyone is. The first thing everyone did after the weekend was come in and just talk about how ungodly hot it was. So uh, <laughs> I know it was hot. I live here. <laughs> Sorry. Good. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, it's just uh, everyone's just like, how hot was it where you were? It's like, well, we live relatively close to each other. So <laughs> I don't know. Melting. I was melting. Did you melt? All right. No. Anyways, no one wants to, uh, please take control of your podcast and get me away from the weather. Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Uh, so I guess that you know, instead of melting, we could say you know, and so the shiver of the night has arrived in Mister Ayuchi. Yeah. I was actually going with it's so hot your balls are sticking to your leg, but either way, Mine's, we'll edit this out. That can go. No, you I, won't. That's trash. You'll talk about it, but you won't edit it out. I got a dollar for anyone who knows where that came from. I know. I believe oh, I know. I'll wait. We can we can wait in the chat and see if anybody comes up with what it is. And so the shiver of the night has arrived. Anyone? Where's it from? Let's see, chat. You got something for me? It doesn't I, I'll matter what matter. One dollar. <laughs> You're just like me. I will give you one dollar. I do that at the poker table. Like, who sings this song? I will give you one dollar if you can name who sings this song. <laughs> well, apparently, Valdor's sorry, we're not, not listening, listening. Says Valdor. <laughs> what? Like, what? Are you, what? <laughs> All right. Okay, so I'm gonna give I'm gonna wager my guess. Is that okay. not the what the actual translated version of what a horrible night for a curse is in Simon's Quest? I don't know if it's the translated version, but it definitely is the Japanese version. Right of it. That's I mean, like that's the it, I should have said in the in the Famicom version or Famicom Disk System version. Yes. Yeah. I'm. I don't want to. Yep. <laughs> can't speak out of turn tonight. This guy makes yeah. lists. Okay. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> good list. The closing. Uh, the nightmarish night has finally ended is the, <laughs> the closing. So I, I don't know what a horrible night to have a curse is pretty good. Uh, pretty great. Iconic. I would say better than the Japanese versions, but someone might disagree. It's more memorable as a, as a now 47 year old. I certainly would. If you would have said that to me, what a horrible night to have a curse. I'd have been like, <laughs> you ruined my childhood. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, but anyway, I love 
I love that game. Ah, we did too. Well, we actually not, did that one. We're not here to talk about that today. No, no, we are not. I almost, so I almost picked that, but I was like, let's not do another just Nintendo game. Let's do a Super Nintendo game. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's better. It's super. So th- with that, Johnny, how has your week been? How's the weather? Uh, how's the weather? <laughs> you know, it's hot. Hi, guys. The week's going fine. Everything's great here. It's so good. Are you yeah, hot, no, too? Who? Are you hot, too? Yeah. Oh, my God. I am absolutely sweating over here. You guys should see it. It's it's triple digits. <sighs> oh, my. Yeah, no, it's awful. Uh, yeah, no, I'm hot. I'm doing, I'm doing great. I'm here. What better? I've been looking forward to this. I got to... I actually played a video game rather than just talking about buying them. So uh, that's good. And like, I get to, you know, talk to people, not Tyler and Stefan, <laughs> not, not that there's anything wrong with that, but I've got to say, it sounds like your day is going up from here. <laughs> everything's trending up. Everything's tr- going, coming up Millhouse. That's funny because part of the reason I started doing this show was to force myself to play the games I had. I was like, you have all these games you propose to love, but you never play them. So, play them and that's what i've been doing so and then i made jay do it too <laughs> yes. yeah sorry jay so um so everything's good with you uh have you, you anything else or should i move on to jay about how things are going oh no i want to know how you guys are doing oh well let's nope, start nobody with, ever wants to know how mike's doing no they don't but I, I that's why i was like so optimistic i was like wow somebody i kind of teared up for a second there wow i just normally stare at him blankly until he finally tells me yeah, what, what's like, going on Go ahead, idiot, is usually the look in your eye. Yeah, let's go. We got well, shit to do. So, Jay, what do you what have you been up to? Uh, not a whole lot playing video games, weirdly. Yeah. So, apparently, my video game collection just grew. Actually, part in part because of Johnny listening to the show. So, uh, Johnny, you don't know this one, but I decided I ended up getting a borrowing a PlayStation 4 from a close friend that owns a video store, Kyle. Yeah, Kyle's um, in the last episode. Yeah. Kyle has a back stock of, uh, what is it, Death Stranding PS4s yeah, in the I back? Didn't, I didn't even care. I'm like, it played, they all play the same. And Kyle's like, you can borrow one. I have like 100 of these things right now. But I ended up getting, I ended up borrowing one of those from him and a copy of uh, The Last of Us. Mm-hmm. Because oh, Johnny, I, I know you've been talking about that. And Mike was talking I'm, to me about it. And so I'm like, I gotta get into it. listen at all times. Yes, I agree. So I yes. agree. So I've got it. I haven't started yet. I got it over the weekend. Ooh. I got it over the weekend. <laughs> And I made the mistake of getting a, a copy of Tony Hawk 1 and 2. So I was skateboarding my heart out. And you said you haven't started playing it yet? No, I have not started playing it yet. Get off the stage! <laughs> I love it. Anyway. All right. But, so, so yeah. but no, I did get it, and I got it simply because of... I hate to give Mike credit, so I'll just give it all to you, Johnny. <laughs> simply because you were talking about it, Johnny. Uh, I'll take it. And, uh, you know... If you ask Tyler, I'm clearly taking credit for a lot of things. So yeah, no. All his hard work, typically. I hope I'm not giving any spoilers away, but I do have a question for Johnny. Johnny, have you gotten past the... Have you gotten any semblance of, I, I guess, happiness out of... Like, have they figured anything out to get you farther in the game? Because I know you were stuck at, that like... That was two. 90, yeah, and two. I know you were yeah, stuck at, like, 99.9%. We, we have a good update. Yeah, so, oh. yes, uh... So for anyone who was worried, though, I, I had beat it before. So that so we're OK there. I had beat it. So it wasn't like I was not experiencing the end of the game. But yeah, they they patched it like right after I did that episode. I went downstairs and I just turned it on. I'm like, is this even going to do anything? And uh, lo and behold, it updated. And then I went and beat the game. It was awesome. 
That's awesome. That yeah. rules. I even told my wife about that. She's not a video game person at all. And she just sits there and stares at me for a minute. And she was like, I bet he was pissed. <laughs> it <laughs> was. I don't know. I think so. having, I think he might have been. Having beaten that game myself and, and getting to that point in the game. And when I heard him, like my heart broke. I was like, oh, my God, I know exactly where he is. And he's like literally on the doorstep of the last thing that you do in the game. <laughs> like you can't beat it. Ah! So anyway. But uh, it was, but, it was really annoying. It would be like reading a book and ripping out the last ten pages. <laughs> oh, that sounds awesome! No, not at all. So, so everything's good with you, Jay. Yeah, everything's been great. Playing I'm a lot playing of games, some video games, which is really strange. Yeah, I've. I'm gonna just sit here and talk about how I know absolutely nothing about video games for two hours with you. <laughs> that's pretty much no different than any other time we're on. So yeah, <laughs> pretty well. That's what I mean every time. Yeah. We're on. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Every time. So I have kind of been doing the same thing. I have I've been playing on the PS5. I got the remastered Last of Us on there. I started playing it. Oh, you got to one up the PS5 just because I got a four now. <laughs> I'm joking. Go ahead. Sorry. Okay, well, I'll edit this and just say no, I was won't. also playing the Last of Us. I won't mention what version though. Everybody. <laughs> no, actually, uh, we should. You should just cut and paste my PS4 on. So then it's you talking. Going. I was also playing the Last of Us on the PS4. PS4. <laughs> like edited in. I mean, port. I'll. I'll join you. I also played it on the PS5 a little bit this. Ooh, uh, two Mr. Fancy Pants <laughs> over here. Get good oh, over double, there. Got Mr. California on the, on the phone. The, yep. Yeah, that's you know, it's rich Californians. Yep, um, that's what it is. Never mind. Never mind how much our houses and our taxes are. Yeah, <laughs> just plenty of money to survive. Disregard all that. So, but next yeah, thing you're going to uh, tell me is it's hot out there. <laughs> yeah, it's hot. Uh, and I'm I'm so rich and fancy. I bought the special edition. Yeah, yeah. You, oh, me too. I mean, why would you? Why would you waste your money on anything else, Johnny? The burning <laughs> question is: Do you play it with your pinky out? Sometimes. Uh, yeah, sometimes. That's for both of you. Actually, it depends so. on if I'm. Am I trying to like shoot a bow? I might. Yeah, well, it depends. Yeah. Anyway, but uh, yeah. So I've been doing kind of the same. I actually played quite a bit of the game we have for the show. And God, I don't even know what else. I I feel like I've played a lot of stuff this week. What else? Um, I, I played something else on PS5 before I got into last because I was waiting for Last of Us and I was like, oh, you know what we played on PS5 over the weekend that neither one of us. Oh, yes. Hell yes. Yeah. Go ahead. You take it's, it. It's, we played Shredder's, Shredder's Revenge. Hell yeah, we did. We started playing that. So Jay and I started to what do they call it now? The kids call it the couch co-op now. Yeah. <laughs> Jay was at my house, which is weird for people uh, you know, that are younger than us, but people come over to other people's houses and play games. So yeah, we we were doing that, and uh, but it was funny because I want I had the last of its itch because I knew it was coming on like the second or whatever it was, and I was like, man, I really want to play it, and I was like, I was ready to start it on the PS4, and I'm like, no, no, wait, what are you doing? Like, just wait a couple of days and it'll be fine. So, but uh, but yeah, so so that's pretty much what I've been up to. Uh, you know, the the same old same old playing some video games, and um, so don't forget we beat uh, Ultimate Mortal Kombat a couple times for uh, Matteo. That is true. So that needs to be. So we need to really announce that. Like we've got a pretty good group here right now. I want to make sure everybody's aware. If you're not following Matteo on Instagram, you should. Matteo 1989. Yep. And if you are, yeah. he loves when you show him videos or send videos of you beating any of the Mortal Kombat series. So Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat 2, Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3. <laughs> Hell, you can beat Mortal Kombat 3. Matteo's in the chat says, it's so stupid. No, it's not. He loves it. He acts like he hates it. He loves it. He gets so excited. Uh, I know so he is fun. so sad and let down if he misses a day without getting somebody beating I'm gonna, Mortal Kombat. I'm going to tell you a secret. Sometimes I beat it and I don't take a picture and tag him because I feel like 
I beat it so much. <laughs> anyway, what, what you, I, never mind. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, moving on. Uh, <laughs> well, Johnny, thanks for coming to the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we have a link tree, and uh, anyway, yeah. So let's uh, let's. Right. <laughs> no, let's, really, don't leave. Please don't. Yeah, leave. Please don't leave. <laughs> we want to move into collecting. Sure, Johnny, you ready to move into the collecting section of the show? I'm always ready. He's always ready. On to the collecting section of the show. Episode 31 of the Lost Joystick Network. Normally... I would start with our guest, so I'm gonna Johnny. <laughs> oh, okay. What have you? What have you? What have you picked up lately? Any? Any? Anything? Any? Anything? What the hell's wrong with me today? Uh, you know, I don't really buy games anymore. Uh, you know, I've. Do you just reorganize your shelves? Yeah, no, I've been selling. No, I. Yeah, of course, I bought a bunch of dumb stuff because I'm a dummy. Um, hey, <laughs> I'm sure you guys all want the exciting updates from like what Wii games I bought this week. Did you get silly bands yeah. again? Any silly bands games? I got to hear about the silly uh, bands. Yes, I got <laughs> Pack World yes. with oh. exclusive Walmart edition with rubber bands. Yes. Yeah, buddy. Let's nice. go. Last and I delivered. You did. You know uh, what? That was not Johnny staged. coming through in the clutch. <laughs> that was that was organic, everybody. <laughs> unfortunately. Um, so I bought uh, Pro Evolution Soccer 2012 for the Wii. Pretty exciting, right? PS mm -hmm. series, guys. Mm -hmm. uh, nothing uh, hey uh, nothing says collecting like a wall of white wee cases I, also i said pac-man world but it's pac-man party i just want to oh clear. that is uh, ridiculous I got, I got two spyro games for the wii <laughs> eternal night and dawn of the dragon yay mm -hmm. wheelie uh-huh yeah wheelie uh, i'm gonna use i'm gonna use we we quotes go them on vacation Oh, Go Vacation. Oh, Go Vacation. title of a, of a game for the Wii. Very exciting. That, that is uh, awesome. I sorry, I'm killing the podcast. Um, <laughs> this is how it happens. This is how it happens. This is how it happens. Shit. Uh, I also bought... I, I'll, I'll reveal some secrets to you. Uh, uh, the sword will reveal some wondrous secrets. Um, Dracula for the Intellivision. Normally, I save this stuff for Halloween. Yeah, but yeah. I got Dracula on the Intellivision. So nice. Get an inside scoop. Sweet. Uh, I did buy a Wii U, uh, Zombie U Deluxe, the the console. I just so bought a Wii U myself to play. And you know what? You, yeah, that's just funny you say that. Go ahead. And then I got, uh, you know, I'm, I'm telling all my secrets uh, exclusively for your guys' audience, uh, which is also my audience. You'll, you'll, hear, you'll, you'll hear it here first. <laughs> no, they yeah. won't. Uh, the, the Blair Witch Project. So back in the 90s. Uh, late 90s, early 2000s, that game actually had computer games, like PC games. Yeah, I'm well aware. Yep. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Rust and Par, and I got Volume 3, The Ellie, Kedward Tale. I still need Volume 2. It's the big boxes. Yes, there's a DVD set that I could have got, but I wanted the original big boxes. There were three, so right? Uh, was it? Was, am I right are, that there were three Blair Witch big box PC games? That's correct. Yep. And there is a pack where you can get them all on uh, just a DVD set. Uh, and there's uh, some other compilations that you can get, but these are the big box ones. Yep. And uh, they're pretty exciting. Also, if you guys didn't know, Blair Witch for the Rustin Parr, the first one, it had its own companion novel. 
Ooh. So what you can get. So I also bought that because I'm I, gross. <laughs> I didn't even know there were Blair Witch games. I never knew they even made them. I remember the one they came out on the PC. It was like 99, probably right around 99, yeah. 2000, because I had just moved. Remember, I had just I had moved to Atlanta. Yeah. And I just remember that that was that. Yeah, I, I remember those coming out right around that time. So, are one of the achievements on that game to hold a shitty camcorder as unsteady as possible and make everyone want to vomit? I don't it's old enough that it doesn't have achievements. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't think it has them. Well, That's, you know what? But we could make some. Yeah, yeah. sure. Why not? Yes, okay. it does now. Yeah, sweet. <laughs> everybody, everybody uh, accomplishes that one. So, uh, anything else? What else are you buying? I, you guys want you guys want me to tell you about Harry Potter books? No, you don't. So <laughs> I bought some of those for my wife. I was gonna say, didn't uh, you just get your wife uh, collection? It was from another country, though, wasn't it? Like German print or something? Yeah. yeah, no, she um she collects Harry Potter books from all over the world, but I'm the one who actually does the collecting. Correct. She's like, I want stuff, but you know how to do it. So basically, she's just like, fetch these for me. So I'm like, <laughs> do my bidding. <laughs> Yeah, of course I mentioned Harry Potter. God damn Tiger Wolf in the chat. Yeah, I'm cracking yeah. up at, at uh, what is it? Uh, uh, Stefan says, you're watching it live. This is the end. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but and they asked me, okay? And I, they asked me and then I didn't say it. And then they prompted me for they, more stuff. I didn't want to do yeah. it. That you made me. You pushed me into a corner. Yeah. <laughs> didn't you get a, right. did you get anything else? I mean. You, uh, yeah, probably. But <laughs> I don't. I don't know what else at this point. That's, That's not enough. Stuff, Give us more. I'm joking. I can think of one I'm thing that I know you got. I feel like just despite okay, Tiger well, Wolf, we what, should what talk Harry Potter. I, What's that? What else did I? I think you got some games for me. Oh shit! Oh my god! <laughs> I kept trying to lead you into it, and you're like talking oh, about Harry god. Potter books. This is where I rank. I, I get it. <laughs> Yeah, no, I haven't documented your stuff yet because ah, it, yes. I just opened the box before I came upstairs. I literally got home at 4.45, had to come up here at 5, got the box yesterday, but I was out at an event all night, got home at midnight. So I came home, I opened the box, I'm like, oh, awesome, the games came. And like I pulled the pencil out, which was awesome. So I got some pencils, uh, some lost joystick stickers, they're awesome. And then I got a bunch of Super Famicom games, Super Metroid, one of my favorites. I got Final Fantasies and Dragon Warriors. And an exclusive Donald Duck Disney game, which is uh, I forget the name of Donald but, Duck uh, the, in the magical hat is the yeah. it's like the, the translated it's no yeah. Moshu so I forget what it is but yeah good game yeah so yeah I'm super pumped that game's actually uh, a little expensive and a little uh, tough to get yep. like and also how there's like two Disney games that didn't get released in America. For some reason, which you think it's a Disney game, like has to get here. Mm -hmm. There's also a GTA one, but like most of them come here. So getting that one off the list was pretty awesome because no, I love to collect me some Disney stuff. Yeah. Well, good. I'm glad I could help out. So awesome. Did you get Clarvis's game yet? Uh, no. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, Clarvis. Love you, Mike. <laughs> yeah, Mike. Hey, you're uh, still waiting on one of them, aren't you? Or mm, I think I have them now. Oh, yeah, okay. I think I've got them. They're set I aside. I just need to ship time. them. So, I want to make yeah. sure I called you out in front of everyone. Yeah, thank you. I really appreciate that. I'm going to kick you in the shin later. Don't I also worry. haven't shipped anything to uh, to uh, Valdor yet. So, you know, thanks. Yeah, cool. Well, he'll rate you 3.5 anyway. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah okay. it doesn't matter. Okay, cool. Um, Is that it? We good? Johnny, uh, now that I know, now I know what the prompts were. Yes, yeah, so. <laughs> he's like, yes, for God's for sake, for the love I'm of done. God. So, what did I buy? Usually, I write it down. Yeah, clearly, you didn't. I did not. Well, okay. I, got a, I got a PS4. Yeah, you got a PS4. And I got Last of Us. I remember. I remember what I got. 
I remember what I got. I got it all right here. Hold on. I'm going to take my head and set it off for a second. Oh, okay. Bring it over here. All right, Johnny's gone. How you doing, buddy? You doing good? Pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Do you know what's hot here? Is it really? It's not yeah, that hot just, here. It's it's actually pretty cool here. Back to the weather real quick. I want to just keep All talking right. about it. Yeah, we should. I think All we right, should I'm, talk about Harry Potter. Oh, hold on. He's back. I'm back. Is it? Oh. Hey, I don't. Is it hot there? Put your shirt back on. <laughs> Never. Okay, so picked up a couple of things on eBay, and then I also did a little trolling on the Heritage Auction site a couple weeks ago. So, number one. Clear little, response, though, if you got another arcade cabinet. A little foreshadowing. Not yet, although I looked at a couple. Oh, God. <laughs> I haven't. I didn't. I went through a little bit of a buying phase with the arcade cabinets, uh, Johnny. So I kind of picked up a few very quickly. I've, I've heard about your arcade one-ups, and I don't approve. They're, they're not arcade one-ups. No, they're they're OGs. <laughs> they're okay. no, they're I have, OGs. He's got he's got Mortal five. Kombat, Mortal Kombat Two, Ultimate Mortal Kombat Three, Bad Dudes, and then a Neo Geo MVS are the four. And then I have a fifth you one. You have an empty. Yeah. I got a Mortal Kombat cabinet with everything. I just got, I need to get a monitor and a wiring harness, but that's neither here nor there. So no, they are not. They are not arcade one ups. So I'm not a peasant. Anyway, <laughs> I'm kidding. That was a joke. I'm trying to be pompous as I can. You arrogant bastard. <laughs> Oh no, I've got the real thing over here. We don't do fake ones. You know what? If if you're good, if 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 you're gonna have an opening on the show, you gotta have a new fat cat. I, I can slide right in. That's perfect. This is working out. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's what she said. That is what she said. So picked up a couple things in a, a bit of foreshadowing. I grabbed a couple Famicom games. I've got a, if uh, if you're watching the stream right now, you can see I've got a complete in box Arkanoid for Famicom, and then I've got. The sequel, Electric Arkanoid Olu, Arkanoid 2, <laughs> which is... So uh, after you got the last Arkanoid, you were like, you just like, I need more Arkanoid? Yeah, that's exactly. I was like, you know what? The regular one is is fine if you're, you know, whatever. But I, I had to have one and two. And just for the record, he was looking one. at an Arkanoid cabinet. You were. It was, you it almost was, bought it. It was $400. It was a good deal. I had, a, I had a closed marketplace. I'm like, okay, don't don't look at this. Just go back in a week, and if it's still there, buy it. You arrogant <laughs> bastard. So, yeah, so I grabbed those, and then I grabbed a couple things off Heritage Auctions because I like to go pick things off of Heritage Auctions uh, when they are cheap. So what is it? You rich, arrogant bastard with your drinking <laughs> water and your arcade <laughs> cabinets. I've got it all, Clearvis. <laughs> I've got it all. Um but every Tuesday, I know you probably know this, Johnny, but every Tuesday, Heritage Auctions has a, what they call a mini boss video game auction, right? And it's a proxy bid auction, and then it goes live at like 9 p.m. Eastern. And you can, if you don't really care about the condition, you can score some deals. So, and I, I did a couple. So one of them I grabbed was Super Mario Galaxy 2 for the Wii. This is an 8.0B which is trash for a Wii game, okay? If you look at it... That's ridiculous. It looks... Okay. <laughs> it is. You're you, right. You wheelie brought me to stop. Oh, huh? man. <laughs> anyway. We were waiting to move him on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Okay, I'll stop. Go ahead. So... This game, like with every time you buy a game from Heritage, there's like a buyer's fee, which is whatever it is. An auction fee is like $29. This game before that was a $29 game. So I bought this game graded for $29. Super Mario Galaxy 2. Complete, you know, it's a sealed Wii Why game. Why is it 8.0 though? Why is it so I don't bad? know. Who, who what cares? What's wrong with it? But who, who gives a crap? I'm just curious because I've never seen like. But I just kind of go for $29. I mean, it's just something I can put on the shelf and it looks stupid, <laughs> which is perfect for me. 
What's also, that? I resent the fact that you're like, Johnny, you probably know. I don't buy from Heritage Auctions. What would I know about it? <laughs> I heard you were. I thought you meant no. I heard you were You were quite a fan of Heritage. Yeah, I meant more along. Go ahead. You know, everyone's always like, Johnny's such a shill. He loves him some heritage auction and water with my zero graded games. No, I hate that shit. Yeah, I'm going to mail you one. never, ever heard you I'm mailing that. you one so you have one. That's it. I'm going to find one of these. I'm sending you that triple threat, the Intellivision triple threat. That was a $1 bid. Yeah. All right. Anyway, moving on. And the, the coolest thing I bought, which I thought anyway, was The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild for the Wii U it is a VGA graded game. The first one I've ever gotten. It's an 80 plus, which is relative to like a 9.0 ish type grade. If you compare it to WADA and I paid 50 shirt, read the crossover article that they keep pushing on you. (laughs) I'm just guessing. I don't know. (laughs) Well, I don't know what you're talking about. Seriously, a crossover article that I've been said about a thousand times. And I'm like, I don't care. (laughs) Talk about the most irrelevant thing to me in the whole world. I don't care. Please stop. I don't have either of these things. <laughs> Why exactly. are you sending me these? Uh, but anyway, it is uh, Breath of the Wild for Wii U 80 plus, whatever, you know, whatever that means. And uh, it was 55 bucks. So it is not the first print. It has the two controllers, not the seven controllers. So it's garbage. Nobody wants it. It's trash. And I figured for 55 bucks, it's a sealed Zelda game that's pre-graded and it can go on the shelf because I love this game. So that's disappointing. You know what's more disappointing? Nothing, really. That's as disappointing as it gets, is that I bought a VGA-graded Zelda game. The, the VGA cases, I will say, is as disgusting as the graded thing is, the VGA cases are way cooler looking than the Wada ones. They they are much cleaner. The Wada, I, I, We don't have to sit and talk about Wada very long, but I'm going to tell you, I don't really care for that stuff. Like The cases are pretty ugly. <laughs> like They don't go, do a good job. They're horrid. Yeah. They're horrid. Yeah, they're they're ridiculous. Yep. I mean, the the VGA case is not like a work of art, but you know what it is? Clean. It's not hideous. No, it's clean. Yeah, it's, yeah exactly. I, I don't. So here's here's a story because Stefan's here. Um, he and I Who? got invited to a uh, fat cat over there, Art of NP. <laughs> uh, we we were invited like early before they had formed to like look at these cases, and uh, we. Our feedback to them was like, all of this sounds great if, for your audience, but these cases are rough at best. Like, that was our main feedback. He and I both were like, in our written feedback, like, these cases are not good. And uh, hey, there they are, despite that feedback. They're not good. I, I think they're horrible. Like I said, the VGA ones look so much nicer. They're cleaner. Yeah, so Stefan has said, Please put more worthless graded games in front of you. You are so close to the reserved investments aesthetic. So we're working on that right now. On the, Give me one second. We're working on it. Bring them all over, Jay. I'll give them. <laughs> I'll give them. How many more do you want? I mean, how many do we have? There's a lot. <laughs> There's Jungle Hunt. Johnny likes Jungle Hunt. Grab that one. I do like Jungle Hunt. I also like uh, Haunted House and Pitfall 2. Those are yep. Haunted House and Pitfall 2 are my favorite Atari games. They are two of my favorite Atari games as well, along with Jungle Hunt. <laughs> Yeah, I also enjoy Congo Bongo. I also enjoy Congo Bongo. It's funny because I remember listening to your show and you talked about Pitfall 2 and I'm like, me too. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, yes, exactly. Uh, let's see. How do you feel about Pete Rose Baseball? Because i got one of those over here too. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Is Thunder. he in the Hall of Fame yet or are we still? He never like, will be my friend. No. Supposedly keeping Peters out. No. 
He's not in. He so won't get I, in until he dies. I mean, I, I, I don't mean to like shit on the Baseball Hall of Fame, though it totally deserves it. Uh, <laughs> they're like, oh, you know, we can't let cheaters in. There's integrity in this sporting game. I'm like, but all those racists and wife beaters are totally fine. That's cool. Like <laughs> Ty, Ty integrity. Cobb. Yeah, Ty Cobb, not a good guy. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's, that's a, that's a whole like, different level. But and I and I don't actually care that those I guys kid, are in the I Hall kid. of Fame because that's of the era and of like it was what baseball was and you know it's like okay you guys kept Pete Rose out on your on your fake moral outrage get out of here. Well, this is the Pete Rose baseball podcast now. I think then. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't even like baseball, but I'm still incensed. Uh, <laughs> fun fact: When I was like until I was about ten years old, I really liked baseball because I collected baseball cards. Why did I collect baseball cards? Because I liked the stats on back. And that's how I knew I was going to be a nerd for my whole life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty much how I grew up was reading, you know, baseball cards and the statistics and record books and learning facts. And yeah, pretty much the same thing. Yeah, Good stuff. All right. I think we've got enough of them out now. Let's see. Oh, yeah, definitely. Wow. I just looked at our oh. shot. Holy cow. Does that look bad? <laughs> So, yeah, if you want to see a bunch of shitty graded games, they're on, uh, prominently on display on the live stream. So, anyway, so that's pretty much what I picked up, right? A couple bunch of, of shitty graded games? Well, I wouldn't say Breath of the Wild is shitty. I've never played it on the Wii U, but I, I had an affinity for it on the Switch. I'm trying to think of another word I can add Wii into. I yeah, I know. It's good. It's not on the, it's the Wii U. It's ridiculous. Stop. Stop using that one. You've used it. What if I just say Wii? That's better. Okay. <laughs> anyway. All right, so now that we've got the proper aesthetic down, right? We finally got it nailed down. This will be the show from now on. I'm gonna be behind a wall of shitty graded games. I'm gonna be buried in a tomb of acrylic, apparently. Um, why don't we move on to the actual show topic? What do you say? Oh, me? Uh, anybody? Yeah, Johnny, sure. you still there? Sure, I'm good. I'm still here, but you said Jay, so I was just like letting him talk. Oh. Well, then I meant. I have my own podcast where I can talk over people. <laughs> fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. So, Johnny, why don't you tell us what we're here to talk about? Okay, well, guys, we are here to talk about uh, Dance Dance Revolution, Tyler's favorite game, <laughs> and uh, many of its... No, we're here to talk about Super Castlevania Four, a title that doesn't make any sense, because, like, should it, have, it should have been Super Castlevania or Castlevania Four, but not both. I understand, like, I would have went with Super Castlevania, especially since it then got, like, retconned out of canon and is now not actually a sequel in the mainline series. If you want uh, some complex lore, you can do one of two things. You can go look at a Zelda timeline, or you can go look at Castlevania timeline. And, like, what's canon and what isn't. It's, you make such a great point, because I'm going to tell you, and I don't want to get too far down this rabbit hole, but I don't really know how this like i don't know how you get to this being four <laughs> at all it doesn't make any sense to me but anyway yeah. yeah well the best part is in the american version in the very last line of the scrolling text they went <laughs> and simon had to pick up the whip again so like yep. to make it seem like a sequel to simon's quest you know what have made that better is if it would have had an anim a, a short video on that. It's like, God damn it, Beth, go get my whip. Get my whip. <laughs> Stefan said, is Tyler even here? Way to support the only person that likes you. Jeez. <laughs> wow. Tyler's normally on our YouTube channel. That's rough. Nobody else is on. Just, 
Well, Stefan is so into himself. I just told a story about you being in an elite club, getting to talk to WADA people before (laughs) WADA was here. How much representation do you want? Yeah, yeah. I feel like I feel like we might be ending a different podcast today, not ours. I don't know. But anyway, See, I, I, we we broke no hostility. Really, yeah, no, no, no. I know, I know. All right, Jay, why don't you tell us about the release oh, of I Super should... Castlevania Four? Probably get my notes here, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless you know it, which I don't think you do. Uh, you don't know me. Do you know it? No, I don't. Okay, I guess you do know me. <laughs> so, <laughs> it originally came out in Japan. I'm going to butcher this. You got it. Akamojo, Dracula. Akumajo. Aka, Akumajo. I always screw these up. Dracula. Draculu. Dracula. <laughs> well, we'll get into that later. Link TR double E. <laughs> Something X. joystick. Yeah. Okay. So uh, it came out in Japan October 31st, 1991. What, a, what an appropriate day for it to come out. That's probably the best day Ooh. any Castlevania game was ever released. Was October. Were any others released on Halloween? I don't know. No. It took them no, four. Castlevania released on the 90th anniversary of bram stoker's birthday wow i didn't know that this is why we have him on we need him on more johnny you need to be on more often (laughs) i don't guys don't invite me uh, chances your podcast died go up (laughs) and like i already don't know how to just keep my mouth shut so just like all of your other guests are so respectful and quiet i'm just like i'll take this shit over get me out of (laughs) no that's Get it done, and don't invite me back. And you can say you did it, and we then we can look each other in the eyes again. So, <laughs> what about the North American version of the game? <laughs> when did it come out? Uh, December fourth, nineteen ninety one. So just a few weeks later. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, just over a month later. And then what about in Europe? November twenty third, nineteen ninety two. Yeah, that's what I thought. What is the deal there? Why is it always so far behind? I don't know. Anyway. That's a year. That's almost a year. It's, it's, it is. It's actually over it's a, more year than a year from Japan. Yeah. It's ridiculous. So anything else? Um, it was featured on the cover of Nintendo Power issue number 32. Prominently displayed here on the January set. January of 1992. In horribly red 5.0 condition. What's on the cover of that? Super Castlevania 4. Is there like anything? <laughs> well, there's Belmont with his whip. Simon's on there. Hey, I mean, fun fact, do you want to know where you can see the original art of this? No, I don't. I, 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 I might know. <laughs> I don't, I don't give a shit about the art that. of NP, yes. and he can show you that he has the original art for this, and he has it hanging in his home, and it's wonderful, and it's gigantic. But it's not the thing that Johnny's the most envious of that he has. <laughs> what, what would that be? I actually don't I, know. I feel like I know what that would be. I don't know. That that's pretty tough. It's pretty uh, close. It's like it's like that and the castle, uh, the Final Fantasy prototype. Like yeah. Those are. What about the Dragon Warrior things. map? The Dragon Warrior map is like is is third. Okay. All right. Oh. All right. Yeah. Good to know. Now that we have the real ranking, we can end the show. <laughs> what is and what yeah. does Stefan have that Johnny wants the most? Top three go. And now we know. Just roll the credits. What does Johnny have that Stefan wants the most? To be able to be on the air with us. Well, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and guess he probably it's doesn't probably have that, that too high. It's probably not that. Anyway. Just say it. So why don't we do a little bit about the gameplay and story of this game? Do tell, Mr. Pitts. So let's see here as I sift through my notes. The game takes place in 1691. It's a long time ago. Yeah. Seven years before 
Got any guesses what it's before? Seven years? Seven years before what? I'm going to go with Dracula's Curse. Wrong. Oh, I don't know then. Does Johnny know? I bet Johnny knows. Yeah, yeah it's He's like, fuck yeah, I know. It's, it's before the first Castlevania, but that's only actually uh, in the Japanese version. In the Super Famicom version, it's 1691. But... Uh, Simon's Quest technically takes place seven years later in 1698. So we have this conundrum here because this is supposed to be a sequel to Simon's Quest in America, especially given the text in the opening crawl that they give and in the manual. So this would have to be a couple years later after that. So and I'm glad when it's really takes place. It's hard to say. You know, records are spotty from back then at best. <laughs> but speak uh, Famicom. 16 you, you got you got it 1691 1691 so gameplay and story you mentioned the crawl jay do you want to read this crawl johnny do you want to read it or should i read it what whatever you want to do uh you want to you want to take a crack at it which one are you going to read you're going to read the japanese one i'm or? going to read the one that crawls on the the when you turn on castlevania super castlevania 4 for the north american release that crawl okay. It's it's uh, a that starts with evil lurks in the darkness. Yeah, does it? I'm I, pretty sure it's every. I thought it started with this, but it's fine. Whatever. Oh, oh no, that's the manual. The manual starts with uh, yeah. evil lurks in the darkness. So th- what actually comes up in the in the in the game? Yeah, Jay, Jay looks over my shoulder as it's playing right I'm there. I'm just gonna right watch now. and I'll read it. On I'll read it. Screen. I'll read it. You ready? All right, let me get it. <clears throat> I gotta get my voice thing going. All right, let me get my voice thing going here. Don't look at me like that. I'm not even looking. (laughs) Every 100 years, the forces of good mysteriously start to weaken. Thus, the power of Dracula starts to revive itself. His power grows stronger and stronger every 100 years. Dracula has revived many times. However, his sinister actions have been consistently thwarted by the Belmont family. It has been 100 years since the last confrontation, confrontation between Dracula and the Belmont family. But now the serenity of Transylvania is being threatened by destructive forces. On a dark and eerie night, Dracula rose from his grave to unleash his destructive power over the countryside. Once again, Simon Belmont is called upon to destroy Dracula. With only his whip and his courage, he sets out to restore peace to Transylvania. Every 100 years. They mentioned it a lot at the beginning. It's 100 years. This dude shows up every 100 years. You know what's impressive about that? Oh, go ahead, Johnny. Oh, sorry. Uh, it's extra confusing because you're like, there's all these other Castlevania games I just played. Right. For it's a hundred years before that, and you're like, but it's Simon Belmont. And you're like, so was the first Castlevania a hundred years? How old is Simon Belmont? <laughs> Again, more confusion by them like adding this stupid stuff. And the manual at the end of it, it says it is time once again for Simon Belmont to call forth the powers of good to aid him in his battle, armed with his mythical whip. You're like, cool, great. Uh, again? What? That's exactly what I got. I was like, so you're saying he's got to fight him again because they fought earlier, but this is the same game as before? What's happening? I don't really understand. (laughs) How does Simon's quest occur? Like, he gets... The whole point of Simon's quest is he is nearly fatally wounded by Dracula. Yep. Right? And he's got a cursed wound that's keeping him... And like he doesn't heal, so he's dying, and that's why he needs to go out and find Dracula's body parts and burn them. Yep. So that's Simon's quest. That's the game. And then depending on how you do in that game, 
you either die <laughs> depending on which ending you get. Like it's like, oh, you you did it, but, but not also good enough. you were like you perish yeah. to your wounds. The other one's like you perish a little later, but good job. And then <laughs> the best ending, if you beat it within one to seven days, is like, hey, you did it and you survived. So <laughs> You have to assume that you got the good ending, and then it came back, but it says a hundred years, so uh, he's a roughly a hundred and eight. Yeah, I'm gonna put him in the hundred. I'm gonna put him in the hundred and teens, potentially hundred and eight to yeah. hundred teens. So oh, no, yeah, fueled yeah, by I his mean, hatred he, well, of he Dracula when he was first born. Let's say he did it at sixteen, so plus seven. We're gonna get him up to twenty four. He's got to be at least one hundred and twenty four. People lived longer back then. Yeah, <laughs> in the sixteen hundreds, I believe they made it to the ripe old age of twenty two. <laughs> No, not if you read the Bible. Don't yeah. you know about Methuselah, the world's oldest man who was like 900? Yeah, come on. Yeah, come on. Just get with your weird biblical fiction. <laughs> Maybe Methuselah's <laughs> first name was Simon. Simon Methuselah yeah. Belmont. Yep. Jim Matteo says, Joe Lewis was 137 years old when he fought Rocky Marciano. <laughs> anyway, all right. So this game, side-scrolling platformer, classic Castlevania gameplay. Uh, we'll get into a little bit about how the differences between this and maybe some of the NES games in a minute. You get, there are 11 levels, right? You have uh, bosses in each level, but not at the end of each level. Sometimes you'll fight, like, what is it, Medusa? And then they'll just like, all right, you just walk off. Like, I was like, oh, my God, I'm almost dead. I did it. And it's like, yeah, but the level's not over. (laughs) Like, wait a minute. I thought this was it. Like, this is how it ends, right? So I think that's interesting. And then you get five lives, unlimited continues. It uses um, that same, we talked about uh, Dracula X uh, on on, a couple shows ago. And it uses the same kind of password system. It's that grid of nine, you know, with the one whip is and the holy water, the gravestone. Hey, yeah. easy with the holy water talk. What? Slow down on that. We're in North America here, buddy. You can't be holy water. What is it? Well, it's, it's funny you should ask that because from the gameplay, there's the usual suspects of your whip and whip upgrades and then the sub weapons, right? So with the sub weapons, you get the axe, the boomer. And this is all from the North American manual. The axe, the boomerang, the dagger, the firebomb, the water, you know, the watch, I'm sorry, the watch, yeah. and then the double and triple shot. But you can't say holy water, apparently, in North America in the manual. It is firebomb. Oh, yeah, that was that whole, I forgot. Can we talk about that? Well, it's rampant throughout this whole game, so sure. Yeah. I just forgot because we were looking in when we were doing the research on this that... The this big is, differences between the Japanese version and the American version. Well, were, we're not, that's listed in here later, so no, we'll, we'll get we'll to that. We'll talk about that later, then. I'll, I'll stop. <laughs> but I'm just saying that, that but you, a lot of that religious image, imagery was stuff that was stripped out of yes. games. Very so commonly. stay tuned, everybody. We'll be talking about that soon. We'll talk about some of the differences in the game as well. Yes, that's in here. But I have a pop quiz for both of you. And, Johnny, you might know this because apparently you read the manuals. Joe Lewis, he was 137 years old. That is not the answer to the question I was going to ask. I was just excited that Matty O threw out a uh, coming to America Yes. So, my question is, what are the whip upgrades officially called in this game? Oh, I I have no idea. I didn't know they were named. They have a name. That little thing that you get that extends, that gives you the chain whip and then the extension, there's a name for it. Uh, Long chain whip. (laughs) Or... Uh, flail or uh, is it flail? No, I'm gonna guess it's the bullshit that's in the candle. You guys are both gonna be mad when I tell you what it is. It's not the bullshit that was in the candle. Whip, whip two and three. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's that's would have that would have been more upsetting. Morning star. 
Ah, that's what I was trying to think what it was called. When you the said, chain yeah, you were, you, like, were, you were saying flail and I, you were so close. I was letting you try to say it. I knew you were thinking it. Yes, uh, it's a morning star. So close. Whipalicious. It is not cool whip. It is not cool whip. It is not whipalicious. Although those are both great names. What if it was whip it? Whip it good. Doom, 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 doom. It is not that at all. So anyway, um, some of the new mechanics. Yeah. I wish you did too. Totally random. Yeah, I know. Go ahead. Carry on. Some of the new game play mechanics of this are directional whip attacks. So you're no longer just having to whip on a straight horizontal plane, right? That's the only way you could pretty much do it in, in the first three games, right? I don't think you could whip in any direction in any of the NES games. Other it was than, groundbreaking. It was like the best thing they could have ever done. Thank God they never took it away. And <laughs> Go ahead. Anyway, <laughs> if you've listened to prior podcasts. you bitter about that, huh? Not. Jay's not at all. What do you mean? No, not at all. <laughs> and they, you have limp whip, which sounds like you'd have to get some sort of pill for, but your whip goes limp, okay? And you can just kind of swing it around in a circle. <laughs> I'm not sure I can say this without it being uh, misconstrued. Being exactly what it is. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But anyway, so I thought that was always a cool-looking mechanic. You know, you can kind of like just... It's good for like using it almost as a shield. We, we did that with that stupid mm-hmm. frog on the one level and... And then you can jump on stairs and you can land on them. What a novel concept that maybe you would jump off of a, a thing and then you would land on the stairs instead of just plummeting to your death over and over again. What a novel concept. Hmm. That's a good idea. Another thing that maybe you should not have taken out of a game that was in there already. Why would you do that in another game? <laughs> anyway, I digress. So, Jay, tell me about the background development of this game. Damn it. <laughs> You always make me do this. It's because I want to hear you butcher Japanese names. <laughs> oh, God. So it was developed and published by Konami. The director of the game was Mashiro. <laughs> Ma- Masahiro? Wow, I wasn't even close. Go Ue- ahead. Ueno. Go ahead. Masahiro Ueno. And then it was credited. he was credited as Juan Ferrano. Jun Ferrano. No, I prefer Juan. Juan would have been better. This was still at the time when Juan. when Konami was publishing games and they would not put the names of the actual people in the game. They would use pseudonyms or whatever it may be. So He also went under the pseudonym of also the main programmer of the game. <laughs> yes, he was also no, a.k.a. the main <laughs> programmer of the game, Masahiro Ueno. And, uh, no, no, it's Juan. Oh, yeah, Juan. Juan. Juan, Juan Ferrano. Right. My fault. My fault. After you, Wei. <laughs> Thanks. I don't even know. Yeah, you I'm got it. <laughs> Mike's too hard. Yeah. Yeah. We're just going to keep going. So good call. Um, he leveraged mode seven for backgrounds, uh, level design, and the level bosses. So let's talk a little bit about the mode seven use in this game. I think anybody listening to this probably knows uh, what mode seven. Like you, you would know it if you saw it, right? Johnny, you know what I'm talking about, right? Like it, you know what it is when you see it. Do you Super know? Nintendo is my favorite console. So yeah, I got. Well. <laughs> Well, then you go ahead after you. <laughs> no, no, please continue. <laughs> Mode, I know what, so. Yeah, I know you know. I know you know. But He's I'm saying like, I know what it is, but I want you to no, tell I me. No, I said I know, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Dad. <laughs> anyway, uh, I had a flashback there for a minute. Anyway, uh, Mode 7 is a graphical mode that's built into the uh, Super Nintendo that allows more of like a, it's it's rotating the background itself as opposed to what you, you like as a sprite, imagine like you're taking like a bitmap or like a, an image and you're rotating it, right? Whether it's, you know, like think of F-Zero when you're driving. It, actually, your your car is not moving. The the uh, 
racetrack itself is rotating left and right. That's what the Mode 7 is. It's taking that image, whether it's a, a background image or a boss or whatever it may be, and it leverages, like thinking that rotating room, right, yeah. or whatever it is. That's that's what it is. So you know, it leveraged uh, Mode Seven pretty extensively, especially at the time when this was this was not long after the game had been you know the, the console had been released in the in the U.S. This game came out, so this was like I don't know about no. We'll get into personal experiences later, but that was a big deal. I was like, wow, what is going on here? So anyway, so Jay, why don't you tell me about the regional differences of the, the Super Famicom versus? The Super Nintendo. I'll definitely do that since I already started trying to do it. Yeah, I know what you're up to. So the regional differences between the Super Famicom and the Super Nintendo was, of course, on the title screen, you got the head dripping blood, which was removed. The So actually, that goes back to the religious piece. On the title screen, before the lightning strikes the gravestone in the yeah. Famicom, it actually had a cross on the top of it. And, and there's another difference, though. What? So on that tombstone... The U.S. version, you cannot read the name on the tombstone, but the Japanese, yeah, on the Japanese version, it says something. Do you know what it says? Dracula. It says Juan Fereno. It's it's supposed to say Dracula. Johnny, do you know what it says? Dracura. Dracura. (laughs) I looked and I was like, good. uh, Of of broken English and and spelling, so it's just, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so yes, it says Dracula on the on the tombstone. And then they remove crosses from things like the password screen yep. and the graveyard. Yep. And then what else? Sorry. Um, statues. The sta- yeah, the statues are on here, but we also had... Um, Tell them about was, the statues before you jump ahead then. Well, the statues had... They were actually... They weren't as covered. Right. They were nude the Japanese, in the main yes. hall. But they had statues in the background. They had like... They were almost like Michelangelo style type. Yeah. Is and they had covered up... But yeah. The Milo style. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, uh, but they were they were heavily covered up or wrapped more with like a, a cloth or whatever yes. in the statue. On the U.S. version, the American version was not. It was more liberal. The particular, or the Japanese version. I'm sorry. The particular bits were more available in Japan. Yes. So the only other thing is they had the um, on the U.S. version. It had, uh, I think it was level seven. There was slime on it, green slime, and and the U.S. version. Or on the U.S. version, it was slime. On the Japanese version, it was blood. That's correct. So, and there was one other level that had that too. Yeah, they changed it in a couple of places. They they stripped out crosses in the background. Yes, there were coffins that had crosses on them. They pulled out they took anytime. Those off, yeah, yeah. number of places where the a blood would show up. They changed it to I guess green slime, like it was Nickelodeon or something. Yes, like you know, because kids are stupid. They are. Like when we played Mortal Kombat, and the guy on the Super Nintendo was sweating so much because he got hit. <laughs> oh, his head chopped off. Look at all that sweat pouring out of his neck. Let's <laughs> sweat. Anyway. Johnny, do you have the notes in front of you? I'm going to guess no. I do. You do? Yeah, of course. Okay, really? I, f- I should have known better. Like, he's going to be like, no, I'm not prepared at all. Yeah, I know. I'm Anyway. He's probably more prepared I don't want than him. Nobody he's wants probably to. updated our now notes. He's like, these notes are trash. I just want to point out, uh, like, all the facts I'm throwing out are, are from my own. That's from. That's not in the notes. I'm, I'm like, throwing out my little stuff by my memory. That, that is true. It is true. But I have to write it down because I'm an idiot. And I also deal with Jay a lot. I usually write things down too, but I just wanted to show my Castlevania cred tonight because yeah, I don't think people think that I just buy stuff and put it on shelves. We do think that. I don't. <laughs> no, we don't. So why don't you go over the music and sound if you want to uh, enlighten us a little bit, Johnny? Oh, we want to talk about some composers? Sure. Uh, I'm going to mess up all these names, so apologies. Uh, I do it too. Masanori Adachi. Uh, Taro Kudo, and he left Square and was a 
designer on Super Mario RPG. So that's a step down. Um, both were members of the Konami uh, Kukaya Club. Yeah. Do you know anything about uh, this? I I have no idea what that is. I learned about this today. The, there's two things at Konami, and they're very similarly similarly named. There's the Konami Kukaya Club, which is actually their in-house sound team. So if you look at the list of members of this thing, it's, it's a mile long. But these are the people who are responsible for soundtracks for things like Gradius, Parodius, Snatcher, uh, in, all that stuff. But there's also, instead of the Konami Kukaya Club, which is the in-house sound team, there is the Kukaya Club, which is the band. There's a band that Konami has called the Kukaya Club. Are they on tour? I think you might be able to see them. They they put out albums. You can find albums and stuff. But it's it's. Why would you name them so similarly? I bet they have some bangers. <laughs> they it's. <laughs> Stefan says not to be confused with the Konami Bukaki Club. Oh. No, no, you don't. Uh, not the same. Not as far as I've ever seen. Anyway, do do they have any good songs? <laughs> no. No. Oh. What are you trying to do? Nothing. Anyway, yes, we're leading to uh, we're leading to some stuff here. So Jay was trying Jay was trying to put one on the tee so I could blast it out of the park. Another baseball reference for all of you baseball fans out there. I thought it was a Bukaki reference. No, 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 no. Okay, it was it was. So we will go to a major league reference and go just a bit outside. (laughs) He tried the corner and missed. So I'm going to play a couple of songs, just a piece of a couple of the songs from this game, because. Johnny, before I do that, what are your thoughts on the music in this game? Uh, I think it's overall pretty good, um, but not great. Not it's not it's not Castlevania's best music, though. I know a lot of people might be offended by that. Uh, pretty good, but not its best. Better think, than Rondo of Blood, except for maybe Bloody Tears. Okay, Jay, what did you think? That was good. That was good. Yeah, that was I'm gonna, good. I'm going to play these two tracks. It's got and some weird... Yeah. That's what we'll, I'm getting we'll get at right here. Yeah. Is it, I'm going to play two two tracks, okay? First one's going to be from the Waterfalls, level 3-2. And the second one is right after it in the Submerged City. So, here we go. Johnny, when you hear that music like that, what does it sound like to you? Um, well, it sounds broken because we're on an internet video call. So. <laughs> I want you to go to YouTube and pull up the waterfall, Super Castlevania 4 original soundtrack. No, I'm just kidding. I'm like, okay. Yeah, um, you will. No, I, I know. I don't know exactly that off the top of my head, but uh, I, I can go listen to it if you want. I could hear bits and pieces of it. It's okay. That That song to me... It's my favorite piece of music in the game, and I think I love it so much because it sounds like it should be in Super Metroid. It just sounds like it's that weird, I hate using this word, but I can never think of a better one, ethereal type music where it's like very ambient. It's setting a very specific tone. There's not a lot. It's minimalistic, kind of. I just really like that one. That one is followed up by 
the submerged city, which I'm about to play here. And I, if you can't hear it, go listen to it on your own, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, by, by all means. But uh, I'm going to pull it up here and let me know uh, if you can hear it. Got that 808 going on that one. That is such a weird song to have in a Castlevania game to me. It goes from a Super Metroid sounding song to a fucking Willy Wonka sounding song. It sounds like Miles Davis's Bitches Brew. It just sounds like fusion jazz to me. I'm like, and it's not that it doesn't work, but I'm just like, what is happening? I don't know. Did you did you listen to the song? Yeah, okay. I heard it. Uh, that one I could actually hear. And I went back and I, I listened to some of the Waterfall music. Yeah, Waterfall, much better than that one. And that's that's kind of what I mean. Like, if you listen to the first, the opening song as well, it's just not, like, as classical. Uh, you know, like, no. it, just a little more. It's got, like, I, I don't want to say techno flair, but it's definitely playing more with the Super Nintendo sound chip in that electronic space. And then by the time you get up to, like, PlayStation Symphony of the Night, they just go back to, like, everything's broody and gothic. And yes. that's where we're going to keep I watched somebody do a speed run of Castlevania, like the first one, and I just was like, man, it's so hard to beat that music in the first one. Oh, because it's iconic. You don't, exactly, you don't think about how how iconic it really is, and then you listen to this and you're like, here's jazz fusion, right, or whatever, and you're like, that's not what I think of when I think of Castlevania music, but that's fine. Anyway. Sounds like a bitches brew cocky. Yeah. Shout out, to, shout out to Tiger Wolf Games. Tiger Wolf Games says bitches brew cocky. <laughs> Okay, we're on a we're on a downward slippery slope here. It feels like I'll I'll bring us back to some Castlevania stuff. Hey, so one of the differences, and I'm I'm going backwards a little bit, but I forgot to no, mention go. right up the title screen. So when we when you come upon the title screen, the the part that says Super Castlevania in Japanese, it's written and like the castle is part of the motif. In the U.S. version, it's kind of shaped like a castle, but not super present and i think the japanese one was was way better looking i i agree the logo i i think is fantastic i like how it's it's very cohesive right and and uh jay has this um he has an opinion on the box art between these two i actually so i agree with the the actual titling on it but the box art i i still stick to the, the few this is one of the few i think the u.s version is better I, just I, because Ke dracula's oh. got like fetal alcohol syndrome eyes like they're popping out of his head yeah like no, he's got US something going on on the japanese is one. better for yes. sure uh, the only thing i don't like about the u.s cover they were like hey here's every monster in the game let's try and throw it on there like why why is the skeleton and the medusa had so prominently featured but dracula is just like a small dude in the background <laughs> he's just chilling in the background what up dudes <laughs> he's just like in, in their backyard like hey i'm dracula got some bad what is this good luck getting through all uh, that if you do i'm the guy you got to deal with but deal with them first that's why they're so huge yeah. but they they're all drawn like pretty cool like they they look good it's just their arrangement is leaves a lot to be um desired and what what was the guy's name was it like tom dubois who did these or i want to say the konami artist i don't know that i, I think i'm pretty so, sure it was, it was like uh, an in-house in-house u.s konami artist and he did a bunch of their box art and he's he's great 
Super Nintendo is just like kind of a limited space. Uh, and Art of Nintendo Power confirms I was right. Hey, Stefan, are you proud of me? I did it. I knew some art, but yeah, it's uh, <laughs> I knew some it's, art. <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, it's all very nice. Like, it's just like I said, the arrangement is just not as well as it could be. I imagine if there was like a bigger canvas and this could be laid out, you would get some good stuff. But it, it looks like they were just like draw everything, and they literally <laughs> like they they put so much on this box. It's they're, just too much. Just make sure they know everything that's in it because we want everybody that would potentially buy it to buy it. They have to know that it's all there. <laughs> Valdor had a pretty substantial argument, though, to the, to the artwork, though, Johnny. He yeah. said skeletons and medusas have probably killed more players in the game than Dracula. That's those players need oh, to get good. Yeah. Well, it's uh, probably well, a fair medusas assumption, though. Are actually aren't very bad in this game. Super Castlevania, the medusas aren't really a problem, especially since you can fling your whip in multiple directions. Yeah. Uh, bats are the bigger problem because for some reason, bats take like four of your health away and a medusa it only takes like one most hits only take like one but these stupid bats just ruin you one i will completely agree and they always tend to come on some angle that you can't negotiate right whereas medusa it's like you kind of know and you're like okay if it it comes in the screen at this point i know where to stand and where it's going to land and and all that i will say in this game from the beginning and this i think this is what i like right you have to get the whip upgrades the morning stars which again (laughs) so conveniently are it, you know, hidden in those candles. Like, like I said, what are the odds that you whip a candle? And like, oh, this fits my whip perfectly. What do you know? But you feel, I feel like you're powerful. Like your reach, your, your area of attack is so big. If you're just standing there because you can whip in basically eight directions, you can, you can get to things in, well before maybe you should. I just, I think it's, you I just feel more capable and powerful in this game. That's such a great thing that they put into that game that you could whip in eight directions. And I am so thankful that they didn't take that away. No, they, what do you mean take it away? Why would they have taken it away? I don't know, for many future Castlevania games. I see. Because why would they have put something in that was so groundbreaking and amazing and then go, and we're taking that out? I, Different dev teams? Yeah. I just think they're dickheads. <laughs> but go ahead. <laughs> I think the go word ahead. that you're looking for here is anyway. <laughs> yeah. Jay's not a fan of the... Uh, stripping out of features yep. and i uh i can't believe it sometimes. i mean it it is like a, a little bit of a step backwards but i will say you know that while you can whip in multiple directions you don't really need to as much as you do especially if you grab the boomerang like you're, you're just yes set. yeah that's true i would agree I, but it does make your th- your life easier if you plan ahead a little bit and you go oh i can reach that why don't i kill that guy before i get up there Sometimes they respond and it was all in vain. But anyway, yeah, there's a lot of uh, whip jokes going on yeah. in the uh, the chat here. Jay's laughing about. So yeah, Tiger Game says he keeps whipping candles at his house, but nothing ever comes out of them. It's just not fair. It's just not fair. He says they whipped it out of there so fast. Yeah, all right. So the this soundtrack for this game was released on vinyl by Mondo uh, in 2017. Mondo does a lot of like high quality represses and um and and stuff like this maybe that has never been put out but they it's always a very uh, nice product and they're always very uh, desired so mondo's stuff yeah, they, is they did a, they did soundtracks i think they did five records i want to say mm. and some of them uh super castlevania i want to say is a double yes it and is and like first castlevania and second are singles the only, my only problem there is the inconsistency of the record sizes because if you have them all like i do it's just, they don't they don't sit well. If you want to see pictures of Castlevania games, you can go check out my Instagram from last year. I did a whole um, 
Octovania. So I did a castle, like I did like 45 Castlevania posts and exactly like six people cared about that. But if you want to see pictures of Castlevania games, you can go look. I cared. Yeah, Some people cared, but not a lot. <laughs> like you'd be surprised. I lost so many, I lose so many followers during, during Halloween. And that's great because if you don't like me at my Halloweeniest, you don't deserve <laughs> me at my everyday. That's very true. It's very true. So what you're saying, I think, is that there are different sizes. Like, there's a 10-inch record, right? Like, aren't some of them yeah. 10? Like, I think maybe, is it Castle? Is it Symphony of the Night that's 10? There are a couple of them are 10-inch records, and some of them are 12. And I the, just, and I, I'm not sure how big of a record guy you are, but I'm going to say in the community of record collecting, nobody likes 10-inch records. Nobody. I don't understand why they exist. <laughs> I think Thundercats is the only one that's a good idea. At all. What's that? Not a record guy at all. Okay. I so, just have these because I like Castlevania. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. But yeah, 10-inch records, people people hate them. If you've ever heard of Thundercat, who did a lot of the bass and stuff for Kendrick Lamar, uh, he did a really nice one for Drunk. It was a 10-inch box set. But that's really the only one I've ever thought that I, I get out, that I, that I play on any regular basis. So, all right. That's enough about music and sound. Why don't we move on to the reception of this game? So, this is kind of like of the time, but also you know of, the, of our time now but of the time then too so you know we, we've got a number of lists in front of us here of kind of where it landed all time but also i was able to dig up a review of this game from swat pro which was a game pro magazine and i'm sure johnny you know the answer to this i will ask jay directly what does swat stand for some <laughs> we <laughs> do you know nothing. johnny you have to know right oh he hung up. Uh, I don't blame. I mean, oh, SWAT survival weapons and tactics. So close. Secret weapons and tactics. So oh, I'm like, because that's what I think SWAT normally means. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it uh, they put out GamePro had a their standard magazine, and they had SWAT, which was kind of like this. It was like the tips and tricks part of the magazine, and then they wanted putting out an entire magazine called SWAT Pro which was tips and tricks, but also they did reviews. So I don't know if they're just trying to put out a bunch of magazines for kids to buy or whatever it was, but ultimately this game was reviewed. It was, on the, I believe it was on the cover of the March 92 issue of SWAT Pro, and they gave it a five out of five and said that it was, quote, the year's best action adventure game on any system has arrived, unquote. Pretty so, nice. yeah, I would say that's, that's pretty, uh, you know, in, in, in 92, there's a lot of stuff going on then. So why don't we talk a little bit about where this landed uh, on some of the other lists that we have in front of us. So uh, who wants to do this? Johnny, you want to talk about it? Jay, you want to talk about it? What do you want to do? I can go. Whatever you guys want. I got it. I got it. Jay's got it. So on Polygon's top 500 games of all time, where do you think that fell? I know because I wrote the notes. Oh, okay. Well, 440. Yep. So Embarrassingly low. I, I have to really agree, is. especially considering what else is in this list that we have here <laughs> comparatively. But five Castlevania games did make the top 500. Yes. Yeah, so the, I, I will looking oh. at this. I will never trust Polygon ever again. Did when, when did the, when is this list from? I think it was 2018, maybe 2016, something like that. Those guys can go suck a dick. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, as Jay said, there were five Castlevania games that made the top 500. The original Castlevania was 247. Castlevania three, uh, Dracula's curse was 249. Castlevania, Aria of Sario, 158, and then Symphony of the Night was 18. Did I hear a fart noise in you there? did. And then, yes, they put Super Castlevania 4 at 440. I think it is criminally underrated here. Yeah. I just, you show, like, I, show me 440 games better than Castlevania. 
Super Castlevania. Well, if you go to Polygon's top 500 of all time, you can see them. I just know I will disagree. <laughs> I, like I'll, I will find ten games in the first two seconds. I'm sure it's gonna be, it's gonna be sad. Um, you know, I don't know. The, like if you told me I didn't love the first Castlevania because it was too hard and like it was old, like kind of of the era. Yeah, I get that. But like Super Castlevania fixes most of that for people and delivers the kind of the same kind of game. So getting to this is that's uh, embarrassing. That's embarrassing. Also, Symphony of the Night being number eighteen. Come on, move that up the list. Yeah, I, I'm top top ten. You're preaching to the choir. Apparently, I said Aria Ario of Sario. I meant Aria oh. of Sorrow. You <laughs> might have said that, but they might have misconstrued that when I went. Yeah, you did make a big fart noise in the middle of it. But I completely agree with you, Johnny. I feel like both of those games, Symphony of the Night and and this game, Super Castlevania Four, are are too low on their list. So, um. I might get some blowback on that, but I will say I think Aria of Sorrow should be above Super Castlevania. I think Super the Castlevania Game Boy Advance game. Yeah, really, mm-hmm. really good game. It's good. I, I like, say it's I, good, but I, 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 I think Super Castlevania Four is better. My opinion, just my opinion. So why would you get blowback from me? I, I agree with you. Somebody might say, "Like, hey, dickhead." <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know. So it, it's hard. If you prefer where it went after Symphony of the Night, then. I, I could see you liking Ari of Sorrow better uh, or any of the 3DS yeah. games. Uh, you know, it, I think that's it that's just fair. depends what you like. Uh, what's interesting is if you go back and you look at how nice Super Castlevania actually looks, especially for being an early Super Nintendo game, and even compare like some of the sprite work to what they did on the PlayStation, man, this game holds up. It's beautiful sprite work. I would completely agree with you. I I think I, you know, I played this game pretty extensively over the past couple of weeks as I have for for the last 30 plus years of my life too. And uh, I really do think it holds up very well. Some of, there are other games from the era where I'm like, Oh, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't quite, uh, it doesn't, it doesn't quite hold up. I don't know how else to, to put it other than to use your term there. So, okay. So, Nintendo's Nintendo Power's top 100 games of all time, issue 100, September 1997. Jay, where did this game land? 58, my friend. Too low. And the top 200 games from Nintendo Power, issue 200, February 2006, where did it land? We're getting better, 66. How is that better? It's not 200 games. Yeah, but it's lower. They moved it down eight. Well, all those, uh, all all those 200 games. games jumped in front of it, so. Right, exactly. That's all right. eight and all eight good N64 games. <laughs> That's what it was. They moved like Mario. The, there was like eight and then like five from the GameCube. No, there I you guess go. Those are- yeah. We'll put Wind Waker in there. Why not? Screw it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I just, I don't think, uh, I don't think moving down eight spots if they've added a hundred helps. I think that means eight people moved in front of you. That's still averages though. That's good. But it's not the average. It's <laughs> okay. Sure. Johnny, which would you rather be? Number 58 in the top 100 or number 66 in the top 200? Um, Because I'm a stats guy, I'm going to say number 66. Yes, yeah, so you're wrong. No, Thank you, just Johnny. like percentile-wise, that's a better position. I understand you, what you're saying. It didn't move down to 116 out of 200. And thank that, you, everybody, for joining Accountant's Quarter. Yeah. Like, hey, percentage-wise, <laughs> I mean, because when you get to that, you're like, am I in the top 10%, top 20, top 30? Where am I? Okay. In top fifty-eight, you're you're, you're the top, in the lower fifty percent of of the yeah. games. Whereas this, and you're in the top thirty-three percent of the games. I get it. Yeah, I get it. You're in the top third. I still. And you think, know, it could oh, be worse. 
You could be on. Stefan's like, if I wanted to hear about numbers, I'd be on my own podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Stefan says, I hate this show. Yeah. yeah That's we, okay, so do we. We do, too. <laughs> <laughs> so, All right. Game Informer's Top 100 Games of All Time in 2001. Where did this game land? Johnny. Yeah, not rated somehow. They Some, found, in 2001, they were like, yeah, <laughs> man, the, this N64 slaps. We're going to like... Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 we can't make room for Super Castlevania on this list. Jet Force Gemini makes the list, but no, I don't know if it did. I'm just being a smartass. Um, Man, that Dreamcast was so good. Everyone loved it. Typing of the Dead is definitely on that list. No. Uh, so, and then top 200 games of all time, Game Informer 2009. It came out at? 147. That was foreshadowing before. Not a mistake, people. <laughs> well, we were going to edit it out anyway, so don't <laughs> Yeah. yeah, we'll leave it. It's, people people need to know how bad I screw up. They already know. So <laughs> anyway, yeah, anyway. If you like my podcast, yeah. Yeah. They're, they're well acquainted. <laughs> exactly. That's my whole point. So, all right. Are we ready to move into the game ratings? Let's go. All right, let's go. So who's going first? Jay, you got the order. I do. We're gonna do the LGN game ratings. You, rating system where we steal from GamePro directly their rating system, the game from a 1.0 to a 5.0. 1.0 being the worst, 5.0 being the best, and 2.5 being dead smack in the middle. Jay, what's the order? You're up first, sir. And then? No and then. No and then? No and then. I need to know. I got to call these people. Oh, uh, then John. So me, then John. Me. Then Jay. Robbie. Then Robbie. And last but certainly not least. Our guest. Our esteemed guest. Host. Mr. Ayuchi. Johnny Ayuchi. Perfect. Okay. All right. So I'm giving this game a 1.0. I was going to say, I definitely no. didn't get your grade right <laughs> on that one. No. Uh, I think everybody knows where I'm going to grade this game. I'm giving this game a 5. Oh, okay. You gave it higher than I thought you would. Really? I, I went with 4.5. I, I thought you were You're on some, dope. This game gets a 5 from me. So I love this game. I have loved this. Th this is one of the first N Super NES games I remember playing. My cousin got a Super NES when it kind of first came out just before Christmas. He had this game. I was insanely jealous and we played it. And I just remember being completely blown away because I loved Castlevania. And I'm like, oh, my God, everything looks better. Everything sounds better. Just the sounds of th that that Super Nintendo sound system and all the, the reverby you know, sound. I just, it all, every time I hear that stuff, I can remember being like 16 years old and playing this game and just, it takes me back immediately. So, plus it's a good game. I, I, I enjoyed it then. I enjoy it now. Uh, I really do enjoy this game. So I am, I am giving this game a 5.0 and I will be brief in my review. So with that, we are calling John now. He's next in line. All right. Hello, first time caller. <laughs> you are so <laughs> You get oh. Is that a remastered? No, that's just the same old version. It just oh, wasn't nice. ready. I like it. But this is John. Young. Mr. Famicom Box himself. John Young. That was the worst introduction. Poor John deserves so much better than that. I get yelled at for touching any of this. 
Your so when I don't touch John it, stuff. I get yelled at for touching it. John's intro is yours. You and own for it. not touching it, I get yelled at for not touching it. <laughs> don't touch it. <laughs> Keep your hands off. This is what happens, John. Anyway, in high school, I got yelled at for touching it all the time. <laughs> I paid for a lady, not Corey and Trevor. Anyway, Mr. Young. Hi, John. How are you, buddy? May I introduce you to Mr. Ayuchi? Hey, Johnny. How's it going? How's it going? I'm well. I'm pretty good. <laughs> what riveting <laughs> talk this is. Excellent. Moving on. Oh, hold, hold on. Uh, John, I have a it, question for you. Is it about the weather? <laughs> it is. Is it hot where you are? God. Uh, it's 75 degrees right now. Um, you know, oh. a little humid. That sounds uh, nice. Yeah, I actually, I actually don't care, as everybody who has ever <laughs> oh, asked okay. about the weather. What I wanted to get to was how hot I am and how hot it is where I am or what, <laughs> what my weather is. I really so, just want to complain about how shitty it is where I am. I'm kidding. I'm sorry. There's <laughs> a bit no. I've been doing the whole show, and I don't know why. It's <laughs> terrible. What I love is, uh, hey, Johnny, got any water? Uh, yeah, yeah, I do. Yep. How about you guys in Michigan? Water? Yeah, it's all fine. Yeah, There's the, the biggest natural, what is it, the biggest freshwater lake in the entire country, world, whatever is here. So yeah, we uh, got we got it. Don't let them lie to you. It's a freshwater ocean. Okay. I've never heard of, that's not a real, wait a minute. Who yeah. is, is this the Casey Masterpiece? What's going on here? <laughs> it is. Are right. you trying to tell me that uh, giant uh, salt lake in uh, Utah is not uh, a lake? Well, it is a salt lake. It's not freshwater. Oh my God! Are we talking about lakes and weather? Can yes. we talk? When are we going to hey. get to the fireworks factory? <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> anyway, I'm just building up to the estuary. So who wants to talk about? Uh, nobody. Okay. Okay. So time to discuss Wait, ratings. Can we talk about archipelagos, real quick. Do you guys have archipelagos where you are? And how do you say it? Do you say uh, it archipelago? I don't know who you're talking to. I'm talking to all of you. Like, how do you say archipelago? Nick? Because I heard a different pronunciation. Anyways, I heard someone call them something different and insist that it was a regional variation from your guys' side of the country. We do not have those in Michigan. It's when Rivers Cuomo hits that high note. See, here in the Midwest, we don't really know what you're talking about. Talk about Rivers Cuomo? (laughs) Talk about Rivers. Anyway. It was a a guy from Minnesota. His pronunciation pronunciation of archipelago was was wild i've i've like never archipelago heard. and i was just like archipelago i think how you say it is how i would assume somebody would say it i don't think i've i've never heard anybody say, say it like that but please just move on Why, don't let me do this to <laughs> okay you good i was yeah, trying to find out what's going on i don't even know i'm i'm, I'm, I'm about to wake up my linguist wife she knows about the etymology of all these things that's that sounds, that's how you pronounce yeah, let's, it let's lose more people so, John. Yeah. How you been, sir? Pretty good. A little busy. Trying to get stuff done. Bought that Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Yeah. That's honestly all my pickups. That's Except it? for that Drifter. Yeah, well, the, well the, drifter. the dr- We won't talk about the Drifter. Anyway. Oh, I love talking about the Drifter. No, we can't do that on there. We wasted no. the time on the archipelago. Yeah, sorry, you guys got archipelago. In the weather. <laughs> so, did you did you play the game that we're reviewing? Uh, no, no, I did. 
So I, I do want to slightly disagree with the music. It's such an early Super Nintendo game that they didn't quite know what they were going to do with it. And to your point, Mike, that jazz fusion was so much in the mindset of all the great composers for Super Nintendo at the time. And honestly, even later on, like Chrono Trigger, like there's legitimately uh, CD you can buy in Japan of like jazz fusion Chrono Trigger music with like eggs and bacon on the cover. It's worth checking out. So the, the music was kind of perfect for me. I do understand that it was a little bit different than what you would expect for a Castlevania game, but kind of in that mindset of Metroid, it's just great like uh, atmosphere music. And while I was playing this game, all I could think of is, man, they should have really come out with a Ninja Gaiden for Super Nintendo, other than that trilogy that everybody loves, or at least loves to pay stupid amounts of money for. I think that there are flaws in the game. I don't think the controls are really that bad in that it hinders somebody from playing, but I think that it's got some issues that will cause like a modern, like young person to complain about it. But as a whole, I do think that everybody should play this game. The graphics are there in kind of that weird, like we're going to mess with you kind of way. Level design decent. I think the bats and Medusas are better than in Dracula. And, uh, I could try to pick apart some of the flaws in the game and a couple of the slight little issues. But uh, for me, it's a 5.0. Mm-hmm. 5.0. I'm struck. That's the highest grade you could give it. A rating. It? Yeah, oh. I mean, okay, so I'm going to tell you it is. And is, does that change your grade? <laughs> oh, I, I didn't know what scale we were using. I just like throwing numbers out there. <laughs> anyway, anyway. So 5.0. Very good. Awesome. Yeah. Um, no, honestly, uh, playing this brought up so much like nostalgic feels. It has a Castlevania kind of, you know, uh, everything you want out of the Castlevania game. It made me want to play the PlayStation games again. And to Jay's, you know, point, the uh, Game Boy Advance games that everybody loves. A good one. Yeah, I actually was playing some of those. Didn't they do the Castlevania Advance collection recently where you could play all those on Switch? I think I bought that and I was playing. I think I was yeah. playing Ario Sario on Ario Osario. I keep saying Ario Osario. Ario Stark, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, yeah no. no, they came out with a limited run, I think. Yeah, and then I think they released it digitally. But I was I've been playing some of those on there as well. So awesome. Okay, well, very good. What else yeah. you got going on? <laughs> Besides, you know, the new house. <laughs> yeah, moving into the new house. Uh, you know presentation tomorrow morning super early that'll be fun that doesn't sound fun at all oh it's fine about the uh conversion uh uh, i don't know what it's called i'm new to this job i I put together a workbook (laughs) i don't uh i don't know what it's called (laughs) so john young everybody (laughs) well all right big presentation very very good so i guess with that should we should we send you off or what do you got yeah i got some anecdotes because i'm nowhere near robbie I'm just going to go back into the chat and just uh, talk with my real friend. Continue to troll troll us from there when we can't respond? Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, very good. <laughs> All right. Talk to you later. Bye, John. Once again, Mr. Famicom Box, because Tyler makes me say it that way. John Young. All right. Retro game enthusiast, John Young. Thank you, John. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Knew he was still there.
<laughs> I was hoping we solicitors. Fu- John likes to hang out. He faked us out one time. He pump faked us and literally played the sound that your phone would make when you hang up. We thought he was gone, and then he was there like three minutes later. He's like, "Yeah, that's right." And we're like, "What happened? Where where did you come from?" Anyway, all right, very good. So you're next, Jay. Yep. All right, Jay. Why don't you give us your rating for this game? All right, I'll write it down. What What is it going to be? I wrote it down. You wrote it. I won't look. Okay. How's the weather in the new house? Says right. Tiger Wolf. Robbie's games. up. What? Robbie's up. I wrote my score down. You're supposed to tell us. Oh, I have to tell everybody. You can tell me. You don't have to tell everybody. It's secret muted. I'm oh, joking. Okay, no, go ahead. No, go ahead. Yeah. No, I gave it a five Really? This is going to be a. I have a feeling that's just where it's going to go. We'll see. We'll see. So 5.0, why? Because the game's great. Because you can whip in eight different directions. <laughs> and you can land on stairs. And it was so it was so groundbreaking of a game to do that. And I'm so happy they never took it away after they did that on any Castlevania games that preceded it. I'm going to say you keep bringing this point up. And yeah, because it, sounds it pisses like, me off. It sounds like you're being sarcastic, like you don't really mean what you're saying. No, I don't at all. Okay. I think it's great that they made that. And then they just decided after that, no, this isn't a good idea. <laughs> Let's put the most intuitive thing we ever could into a game, an iconic game. Get everybody's buy-in on it, where they love it, and they go, this is wonderful. And then go, yeah, we're never going to put it in a game again. I hope you really liked it. To be fair, nobody played the game that they took it out of at the time, so it didn't really matter. But still... <laughs> Johnny, do you have any thoughts on Dracula X for the Super Nintendo? <laughs> yeah, I think it's great. I sure wish you could whip in more directions. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. You know, it's funny you mentioned that. Jay had been mentioning something. I, he hasn't really brought it up recently, but he's mentioned something along those lines at one point. The whip. Yeah, I mean, I'm really the only person I've ever heard say that. So Yeah, I, I, exactly. Yep, that's a good point. I feel like I'm on an island here. Do you hear anything, Johnny? Nope. Yeah, me either. <laughs> Jay has <laughs> muted. <laughs> Jay has muted himself. Okay, so Jay 5.0, you got nothing else to say. It's a 5.0. It's a great game because you can whip in every direction. It's iconic. I didn't. I don't disagree with any of this. I want to make sure I've, I've got a good summary. Yeah. No. I, <laughs> yeah. That's 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 about it. I really don't know what else to go here. Like yeah. I. Yeah. So right. arguably, Super Metroid is one of my favorite games, and I think this game is fairly close to that in quality. Shockingly. Yes. This one, I, I, would, I, I would agree with you on, those, on both of those things. I love it. Yep, I agree. All right, so 5.0. 5.0. All right, so that brings us down to one more person before Mr. Ayuchi. Oh, they want me to join in the chat, so you guys are on your own for the rest okay, of the you, Okay, you go join chat. Jay, join us in chat, says Eldor. I'm going to go call Mr. Robbie. Hello. And now, the one, the only, 8-Bit Supremacy, Robbie Coleman! I bet, I bet, I bet, I, I bet! <laughs> That's how you do an intro, Jay. Fuck yeah, do you rev that shit up this time around? <laughs> That's how you do an intro, my friend. That was excessive. Yeah. It was Thanks, excessive. Man. It should be. That made, that made me feel all good inside. Good. See, John deserves yeah. to feel that way as well. Keep that in mind yeah. when you put together your intros. 
I had I had plans. <laughs> I had big plans. Nobody bothered telling me that those big plans have been thwarted. <laughs> big plans. <laughs> He's got a point. We'll discuss that offline. All right. Uh, Mr. Up? Coleman, how are you? Tired. Say hello to our friend Johnny. Hey, what's up, man? How's it going, John? E? Johnny? John. John. Johnny. Yeah, Johnny. John. No, never John. Never John. Never John. I don't know why Mike suggested John. I was going to say Johnny, but he psyched me out. Yeah, that's his fault. He's Yeah, it is. Uh, I'm well, how are you? Nice nice to meet you, sir. Likewise. All right. So, quick question for you, though. Um, Sure. Is it hot where you are? (laughs) I don't know if you know this about Chicago, Illinois, but it's pretty cold in general. Is there a lot of wind there? Yeah, because uh, it's hot yeah. where I am. Sorry, this is a horrible bit. I'm done. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's not horrible. Why am I laughing so much every time? Because going back to it is what makes it funny. Oh, it is. It is. The callback is always so good. Okay. It is hot. Though. It is hot. <laughs> very, very good. Wow. All right. Anyway. So, Robbie, what's you, what have you been up to? You buy anything? Did you play any games? What do Man. you think of this one? <laughs> I've been doing a lot of stuff uh, since we last did the show. Uh, I was trying to reflect, but it's all been pretty hazy. I've been working a lot. We've been kind of busting ass at the arcade because we're supposed to be like supplying a shitload of games for Riot Fest and like like a tent out there and all this stuff. So trying to get the speed on stuff that's half working. Um, I also was given access to the social media, uh, the Instagram page for Logan Arcade. So that's like a, a weird millennial promotion. I guess it's part of my job description to kind of pepper in like photos in there and stuff. So you're a social media manager now. I well, guess I'm part, part, I'm assistant manager. There's a main chick that does all the social media. So I think you should title yourself the, director. The official title would be social media assistant manager. That's fucking weird. The assistant to the regional social media manager. <laughs> The assistant to the director just, of the VP. I was, joke, I was joking with the head mechanic there. I was like, how long before they revoke my privileges? I'm just going to keep lighting it up with Mortal Kombat. It's, me it's all going to be Mortal Kombat. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. Can you do me a favor and tag Matty Owen every one of oh, them? Oh, yeah. Just, just the, everyone would be really confused. Like, why do you keep tagging this guy from Kenosha, Wisconsin? Take, take a picture of that postcard we mailed you and put it on the Logan Arcade. <laughs> Oh my God. And, and just tell everybody, you should go listen to this. It's hilarious. <laughs> Lie to them. <laughs> anyway. Um, or tag yeah, Matty so O. I, um, I've been playing a lot of games. Um, not this one that we're talking about because I played that a million times in my life. But I played some PS1, oddly enough. I don't really do that that often. But I was at my lady's and I had the, the PlayStation 2 fatty over there and some PlayStation games. So I fired up MK Trilogy for old time's sake and Game's weird, man. I'm not going to get into that, but there's some weird things about that compared to the... Uh, worlds collide. Yeah. And I don't yeah, like how the worlds collide. Worlds collide in a way I don't particularly like. Anyway, uh, I also played Angel Open Ice, which is one of my favorite Midway games. Love that it's game. Kind of a weird, an odd duck. Because it kind of flew under the radar when it came out. It's just the NBA Jam, or the hockey equivalent of NBA Jam, for those who don't know. Um, I'm a big Midway fanboy growing up in chicago and just seeing all that shit roll out as as it was coming out and and how crazy it all was but uh i played that and then i oddly enough i was like texting one of my homies the dude who sold me my play choice uh, a few years ago 
And uh, I was like, Hey man, um, when you and I were at the galloping ghost swap, like a year ago and the creator of Ancho open ice was there. Did you happen to grab more than one arcade marquee from him? Cause he had a stack and you're selling them. And for some reason I just was lazy that day. And I was like, yeah, I don't need one of those. And now it's like killing me that I didn't pick one up. So I was like, ah, oh, did you ever get one of those? And he was like, no, I didn't, I didn't get an extra. I'm sorry. And then like literally the next day, some chick who was like a regular Logan arcade was like, Hey, this dude who owns this other arcade in Bolingbroke like shook down a Midway employee and has all this extra shit. You should check out what he's got for sale. And he had like a, a framed in glass, like angel open ice mark marquee. And I was like, I'll buy that 40 bucks. Give me that thing. So that's one of the few things I acquired this week. Very nice. It's not, it's not even that cool art. It's just something I, you know, it's just a game. I like it the, the marquee kind of boring. What but, does it need uh, to do? It says NHL open ice. It says Midway. What more do you want? That's all I really want out of it. Right. Um, I'm going to hang it above my door or something and just, you know, enjoy it, looking at it. Uh, I got that. Fuck. I got a shitload of EGM magazines from one of my fucking grade school friends. I literally, we still talk every now and then. And I was like, hey, you still got your old stash? And sure enough, he had a crate of all of his EGM magazines in, a, in his garage. And I uh, drove out to Gurney and uh, just picked them up. He just gave them to me. I tried giving him money. He's like, nah, dude, you know, if you're not reselling them, just fucking have them. I even barely even knew they were here until you reminded me of them. So that's, that's, so that's, all, that's something I'm definitely looking for. I have a, I have a good chunk uh, of Nintendo yeah. powers and game pros and other stuff like other ephemera from the era, but I, the EGMs of that era are just impossible for me to find. It feels like, and I'd love it, to get my it, hands it, on it, some, I, I, it's really hard to find them. And that's like, also he had all the ones from like the era I wanted, like 93 right. ish, like when MK3 was just coming out and like, I don't know, like just uh, two is out, 60, three is coming. Sixty-four yeah. was being was being advertised, yep. you know, and stuff like that. Killer Instinct, like the whole fighting game craze. Uh, tons of shit, man. Tons of Jaguar reviews, all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, well, there were a lot of Jaguar reviews. Um, yeah, that's another local flavor thing I'm nostalgic for because EGM was based out of Lombard, Illinois. Yeah. So, um, so I got those, and like they just hit. Man, they hit the fucking fields with nostalgia. I paged through all of them. I was like, God, oh, this is this is great. Just eating it all up. So our fr- uh, I got- before, Go ahead, before we move on, my our friends from the uh, Maddie Ice and Marky Mark podcast have joined us on the Facebook stream, and Mark has told told me that he loved EGM and that he has a bunch. If I'd like them, so I I think I would. I think I would like them. Yeah, you should take them. They're awesome. So and that's where we uh, you that's where you got the should see me. Sashimi X thing because they used to have Sushi X sushi, doing the reviews yep. in there. Yep, Sushi X was for, the, for those who are unaware of that inside joke. Yep, Sushi X was a reviewer that was written by one particular person, then it moved to another, and then it kind of came a group thing at the end. But it was a person that would write articles or reviews for EGM, and we just kind of came up with our own version of it called Sashimi Z. So, and, and and he's 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 you know we we've got a Sashimi Z. There's a guy. Nice. I'm not willing to divulge who it is. It's a secret <laughs> identity. I don't want. They, 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 I'll say this. I'll give you anybody who's listening. The the person who writes our sashimi Z reviews definitely is plugged into purchasing games from Japan. Just like sashimi Z was always plugged into the overseas import stuff. And it's not John. Who? John. Oh, the guy who you Young. butchered his intro earlier. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> Partially my fault. Um, anyway, partially. moving on. I, I, I also bought a, um, a a manual for Sparkster on the Sega Genesis on eBay. And as most people know who collect Sega Genesis, I'm sure Johnny knows, 
it's impossible to find just a manual for uncommon to rare games. Like they just don't show up anymore. So yes. one popped up for like fifty fifty dollars. I was like, give me that. Smash that buy now button. If if anybody knows about the hard times of finding Genesis manuals, I believe it is our guest. <laughs> Mr. Ayuchi. Oh, I know it's thing. brutal, man. I I, 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 go ahead, sorry. Oh, I just said I know a thing or two. I'm I'm just agreeing with all of my heart. <laughs> I could feel that. God, Through dude, the heat. Like, I've been looking for a skeleton crew manual for like going on four years now, man. It's killing me. So if you see one out there, let me know. Drop me a line. I'll keep it. I I have about 50 Genesis manuals, but they're all common garbage. Yeah. That sounds about right. So yeah, those are about the only things I picked up. I played other games I played. I played Blazing Star on the Neo Geo because we have that in the MBS Mm. at Logan. Yeah, I pop it in the uh, MBS cabinet at Logan. I just haven't got around to playing it yet, but I actually sat down and played it. Phenomenal game, man. That is a great schmuck. Yeah, I love that game. That's a good one. Really good. As per usual, played some uh, Super Super Mario Turbo, some MK2, some Third Strike, some Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3, all my usual fighting games. I actually played Third Strike and uh, some Super Puzzle Fighter online against Clevman. I think that was yesterday. I can't remember. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, Jason yeah, Clevman. Him, him and I spent an evening playing against each other. Kilgore. Yeah, on the Kil- Switch, on the, the Capcom collection or whatever, and the 30th anniversary Street Fighter collection. Yeah, that's Kilgore underscore Trout uh, is who that is. So, yeah, yeah I forgot that you, that just jogged the memory in my mind that I actually did a little deal with Jason as well. He came by the house. He's local. He lives about a half an hour away, and his, his family lives in the same town I live in. He was in town. He came over, and uh, I've traded him. I traded him. I traded him like a Saturn and a couple of other things. I think it was actually Ninja Gaiden 3. Uh, just loose, and I got the box and manual for Kickmaster for the NES, which right. is one of my favorites. And then something else I can't remember. Uh, the real highlight of the trip was when Jason wanted to play me in Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3, <laughs> and he got the oh, donut. Yeah. He caught a donut <laughs> on that one. He, he basically said, okay, you're better than me at this game. <laughs> he, I was like, yeah, I played I mean, that. dude, to his credit, I, I felt that way. I caught the donut on, on a super puzzle fighter. I oh. haven't used that, heard that expression in my life, but now I love it. I've yeah. caught the donut. <laughs> uh, well, in, miss- in puzzle fighter too, because he's a fucking wizard at that. And I was just like, yeah, I I am a very like self competitive person. So if I yep. get into a group of losing, I'm like, I'm gonna fucking win one. Come on, one I've got to get one, one more. <laughs> and then just eventually just gave up. And I was like, all right, dude, you're better than me. According to. <laughs> I, I, okay. Clearly. Uh, yeah, exactly. That's where he got. Where he was like, okay, I'm enough. Can we do something else now? I'm like, you keep pressing start. I'll, I'm just standing here, you know? Like, I'm trying to beat the game. I'm trying to take a picture so I can tag Matteo, and you just keep interrupting me. Anyway. All right. I beat that ass in third strike. So I'll bet you that. did. I'll bet you did. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Reichard says, Clevman sucks. So... You know, okay, but that's that's you know he knows him he knows him better than I do, so you know that's that's his opinion. I don't know. So I just more um, good. Let me think of what else. Oh, I on Friday night I won a small, a weird fighting game tournament thing we had at Logan. Out of fifteen dudes, I took third. I didn't win. Let me take that back. I got third. You're on the pedestal. Yeah, You're on the man, metal on the stand. I I won a little uh little. A little gift or prize. I got a little uh, candle with uh, Morgan from Darkstalkers on it. That's really and, um, cool. I don't. I don't. What I'm going to do with it because I don't collect shit that's not actual video games. I don't collect like the Samurai as much. I'll take it. I still want it. <laughs> cool. it's, like a, it, it's a little trophy. But it was like some weird tournament where we had to, like do like Rochambeau and then pick different games on the floor and play against each other. And 
I ended up getting my ass beat in Tekken 3, which is a game I've never played in my life. Oh. Good segue. I was going to say, I can give you some oh, tips on that one, buddy. Speaking of no, Tekken 3. That game is rough, dude. It's like slow as molasses, man. It's, I don't know how people played that shit back in the day. That's my jam, dude. Really? Tekken 3? Tekken 3, Tekken well, 3 was some, my Some guy jam. was just like, all right, man, he's trying to coach me through it. Yeah. He's like, all right, just pick, pick Eddie. Uh, the, the Eddie's dancer trash. That's like the saying, break dancer with the uh, eyebrow ring and just smash the fucking. Eddie is literally know, the worst. Even button, if that's all you do, he's still the worst character. That's the that's the same person that would say, "Just pick Luke Kang and press forward and all the buttons, and something yeah. will happen." <laughs> <laughs> and it, and they, we will, it will. Anyway, go I'd ahead. say uh, Brian and Hayachi <laughs> are my uh, my weapons of choice on that game. Oh man, we played a lot of Tekken together. Tiger Wolf says, "Speaking of Tekken three, how's the weather in Wisconsin?" <laughs> <laughs> I imagine it's uh, ask Matty. Let's see what he has to say. Um, yeah, Tekken is a, such an acquired taste. It's so it's so different because it's that weird. Like, I, I would you call it a three D fighter? Because you don't really. It yeah. is, but three was one and two were yeah, not. I, I yeah. know it is. Okay. Yeah. I know. I, the reason I know it is because I hate it, and I like mostly just hate all three D fighters. <laughs> one and one and two probably were not, but three would definitely because that they they incorporated the sidestep. Oh, so you could was 3D, literally, man. I I remember it was, one it, was a, it was a polygon shaped game, but it wasn't truly 3D. They uh, didn't they didn't throw the sidestep in, I don't think, until Tekken 3. Yeah. I might be wrong. Okay. So I know some the counters of the, in two though. Man. Does, that, does anyone remember War Gods, that awful game? Ugh. I looked at a sealed that, copy that of is, War Gods. A, Good. Uh, that is a blemish on Midway's record right there. I, I'm gonna tell you that I held in my hands today. A raw sealed copy of War Gods for Nintendo 64, and I thought, "Damn, I, I feel like I got AIDS or something." Just holding, <laughs> dude, I was like, "These are two of the worst things ever mashed up, like War Gods and Nintendo 64." How could I lose? Here's uh, a, a weird fun fact to uh, to bring up here about that. Um, Eugene Jarvis. Uh, famous for creating a shitload of games and Robotron, most notably. Mm -hmm. He somehow has something to do with a class on like designing video games at DePaul University in Chicago. Sure. And I'm pretty sure from what someone told me that part of one of the curriculums, they use War Gods as an example of how to not design <laughs> a video game. Well, I believe that. <laughs> <laughs> so he's just like, this is what you don't do. The things not to do. Play or ever look at or think about war gods. Oh, oh! The reason I brought it up is because there's like a there's like a, you're talking about sidestepping. There's like a, a button on there. I don't even know what it does because I barely played it enough. But it's like a it's like a 3D button or that's what it's called. It's like a button that's labeled 3D. That I don't sounds know what the awful. Fuck it does. That sounds awful. You probably just step sideways or something. I don't know. So let's tell me a little bit about Super Castlevania Four. Sure, it's definitely in my top five Super Nintendo games ever. It's like I kind of had a similar experience as you explained with your formative years and this game. Like I didn't have a Super Nintendo growing up. A friend of mine down the street, his dad actually was one of those guys that like designed Super Nintendo kiosks and put them around the U.S. in stores. And he just happened to live in the small town that I grew up in. He got every Super Nintendo game as it was coming out, even maybe before they were actually out because like promo ones and stuff. And uh, he had the Super Castlevania, the Super Metroid, like all the, the good shit when it was coming out. I went over to his house and I played that game and I was fucking jealous of it because it blew me away. Yep. Similar to you. I was just like, man, 
like all, everyone else in my neighborhood, we, were, we kind of drank the Sega Kool-Aid, the Attitude Era. And we're like, we're Sega Genesis fans. Fuck all that. Welcome to the next level. But I would go to his house and be like, spend like a whole Saturday afternoon playing that or Super Metroid or unfortunately Ultraman. We're not going to talk about that. But, um, <laughs> cool. It's cool. Man, premise. It's just such a good, dude, Super Castlevania is just so good. And the mute, I think that uh, similar to you, uh, you yeah, know, you're talking about the music being a little weird, but like at the time, I remember the music being like such a visceral thing. I was like, this is fucking phenomenal. It's like so immersive. I agree. I am like, Oh, I'm so I'm so into it, and like the the, the parallax scrolling with the tunnel stage you walk through and all this shit. It was so awesome. Um, giant bosses. It's just it. It was super. I don't know. Like it was like the. <laughs> you could have realized the four that part it, off, it was one of those moments where I was super. like, "Oh, this is definitely like a jump in the next direction of like what games are going to be now. This is the new standard." I was like, "Man, this is," and I was like jealous in a way where I was like, man, I cannot wait until we get a Castlevania game for the Genesis someday, which I ended up buying on release date bloodlines when that came out. But um, I I will say before you move on from that, they, there was a a development company who did like a demo port of this game for Konami. And there was, they wanted to put this game on the Genesis or mega drive. It was over, you know, in in Europe or really. Yeah. And basically Konami said, no, thank you. We're going to handle all of the development in-house, and we're not going to put this game on the Genesis. Yeah. Yep. So there was somebody wow. out there willing to do it, and they were like, no, nope, we're good. So. I think, uh, similar to that, I want to say that, um, what the fuck's a PS1 called? The PS1 Castlevania. Simply in the Night. That game was <laughs> supposed dare to you? be in the Sega 32X. I want to really? say this. I, I might be pulling this out of my ass completely, but I want to say they were like talking about putting it on there, and then obviously the 32x tanked, and then they like put it on the PS1, which is like how different would it have been if it ended up on the 32x? You know, uh, substantially, I think is the best way to put it. Someone, someone should fact check me on that. I just, I feel like, I, I don't feel like I'm actually making that up. I know I must have heard it somewhere. Otherwise, why would I bring it up? But I've never heard I, that. But I can't imagine a world where that's what happens. Man, I want to look it up right now, even live, live as we talk about this. So, anyway, while you do that, why don't we give me an idea what you would rate this game on a scale of, say, 1.0 to 5.0? I didn't even have to think about it for a millisecond when you guys brought up the show topic weeks ago. It's a 5 out of 5 for me. Yeah. Like, it's a game that I revisit every year around, like, Halloween time. Just, I fired up, I played through it, and I just, it feels just as fun as it did when I was, like, 1990 whatever when it came out it's that warm sweater that still fits after 20 years 30 years dude that (laughs) and super metroid and contra 3 alien wars and super mario world and whatever some other game in that list but like i can just play through those over and over yeah just like never think of them and i'm not even a super nintendo like fanboy or like that deep into it or even for collecting reasons but i can those those games are just all undeniably so good yeah and i i would and as we as we talked about on the uh, other episode uh, the follow-up Super Nintendo game was not as good. It struggled comparatively. But I don't care about the whip. I don't care about the whip thing like you guys all do. I don't even care about the whip thing. It's Jay that's hung thing. up on the whip thing. Which, by the way, Jay has departed for a short period. I think he had to use the bathroom or something. So, but Jay was Jay's the one that's all hung up on the whip. I mean, it's unfortunate, but I'm not like I don't keep bringing it up. <laughs> anyway, all right. Oh. So- uh, Castlevania, the bloodletting, 
is the commonly used name among the gaming community for a canceled Castlevania game that was intended to be released on the for the thirty two X add on for the Sega Genesis. And when questioned about the game, uh, Koji Igarashi mentioned he worked on it before the project was abandoned and his team disbanded. He and other team members would later proceed to work on Castlevania Symphony of the Night. So it was kind of in the same wheelhouse or right. something. Like they kind of like took ideas from that and they abandoned that project and they just kind of were like, well, let's just pick up the pieces of that and make Symphony of the Night. That's what happened. So well, there you have it. That sounds disparaging to the symph- to Symphony of the Night. I don't know, Johnny. What do you think? going to say it's another canceled one in the can. I'm never going to attribute any successful thing to the 32X. I just don't have any. <laughs> but, does hey, it, hey. but does it count hey, hey. towards the Genesis set? Oh, no. yeah, yeah. You have to own Symphony <laughs> of the Night to have the whole Genesis set. But if you look at the population reports for WADA, they don't talk about the 32X games in the regular Genesis list. And that's well, we know that's the real de facto yeah. standard of how you determine what's part of a set. No. Oh, I, I've never looked <laughs> at a we, list. Here we go. That, yeah. I've never said, hmm, there's not a mistake here. They got it just right. <laughs> like on my Dragon Warrior back here that says that the disc is a 7.0. Yeah, the I'm disc. I'm just saying, every time Water releases something right now, they write the word definitive next to it. And it's like those fucking dummies don't know what the word means. It just It's <laughs> driving me crazy. Like, why would you box yourself in? And be like, it's the definitive one. Like, oh, you're never going to change it now? Like, have you looked up the word definitive? You mean like defin- the definitive confident. black box guide? It just sounds confident so people can take them more seriously. It's uh, Yeah, just like you could just call it Wada's conversion list and Wada's black box list. Like, put your own logo on. That's fine. But calling it the definitive thing, especially when it's full of mistakes or just like not complete information. It's like, get the fuck out of here. I have a, I have a question. Man. Good, good. I was just going to talk about the 32X some more. That's all. <laughs> Let's not do that. Oh, so well, let's on, hear, man. They're going to make no, no. Gonna release an Alien versus Predator beat them up, man. I got canned. <laughs> I'm still mad about it. I'm still mad about yeah, that. Give him, give him three minutes. He can go over every game. Come on, man. <laughs> we got Doom. You ever heard of that game? Pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, as someone who has a 32X set sitting behind him, yeah, I've heard of it. <laughs> Hey man, that's the one where the, the 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 words are flipped the other way. That probably drives you nuts, doesn't it? It does. It fucking hate it. I hate it I so much. I hate it so, so much. much. <laughs> What's the NES game I always think of? Is it Uncharted Waters? Which is the one on the NES that goes up like that? And I'm like, fuck oh, you. Oh, the fucking Jellico games. Don't they go the other way? I don't, some, I don't know. Some of them. Anyway, whatever. Okay. Um, yeah, Doom, Doom's the one, man. Yeah. Ugh. So question for you. Robbie, I know you've beaten this game a number of times. Johnny, yeah. I know you've also beaten this game. I have I have uh, proof of that. <laughs> Jay, I think you've seen the ending of this game recently as well. We all know that moment at the end the end of the game where you see the castle off on the distance and Simon Belmont is standing there as it crumbles. How fucking fast did he get out of that place, man? Like like what how did that happen? He's 137 years old. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm guessing he's that, got some uh, skills. That, that ending sequence is just... I rarely like to use the word epic because it's gotten destroyed by overuse. But man, that ending sequence definitely falls under that category. I would it's agree. Like the, I would the agree. Music, the, the ambient music leading up, just the walking towards the, the final battle and everything. I just find it so... What are the odds that he made it all the way to that like cliff where he gets to watch the whole thing crumble? Like he... Man... It's like, I don't even know how that, you know, how do you time that out? 
cutscene, bro. They just didn't need to show. They, we didn't need to do a whole exit plan like Super Metroid, and you just run out of the fucking castle. You know, <laughs> Valdor says spoilers. It's a thirty-one-year-old video game, so sorry. <laughs> anyway, also, uh, also like a pre-internet era where you like kind of had to figure out cheats and stuff on your own. Mm-hmm. Jumping on an invisible invisible ledge or before the final battle was like a fucking mind blowing. Oh my god. Like, Jay and I fought with that so long because I was like, I think you can jump over here. And then we realized later it was stairs and we kept jumping off and killing ourselves. I was like, this was never this hard when I was 16 years old. I never remember this being this difficult. And I was like, oh yeah, it's stairs. (laughs) Just knowing that, like, I think because I played at that kid's house, his dad worked for Nintendo. Right. uh, And like, so he just, some guy he worked with knew the game and obviously like told passed down the tip to us. We're like, Oh fuck. Yeah. That's awesome. Otherwise, never, never been able to beat that shit probably at, the, at that age. But. Yeah. Well, you, you certainly had everything you needed at that point. So, yeah. so, all right, yeah. man. So 5.0 and, uh, I think we're going to, uh, get to, uh, Mr. Iucci's, uh, here next. So anything else before we, uh, we cut you loose, Robbie? Oh, I went and visited like a I visited a dying mall over the weekend and uh got so any tomorrow <laughs> got some Cinnabon. <laughs> I'm surprised they were both it. still open at your mall. I mean, that's why I bought them. I was like, hell yeah, I <laughs> this gotta, is it. I gotta, get a, I gotta get a mall meal here. Last chance. Uh, and then I I'm gonna keep going on if you want if you want me to talk about shit. I uh I went to go check out the area of the mall. I was like, well, this is where my old Aladdin's castle was. Um, Aladdin's castle was a Valley uh, arcade chain back in the day. If anybody doesn't know, I'm sure you do. Uh, I went to go check out my Aladdin's Castle location, and it, what was inhabiting it now was like one of those modern, like esports, like halls where it's just a bunch of like twenty-something guys who are just like in, on headphones and on really comfy, yeah, and like really comfy chairs playing Counter Strike and shit. And I, I actually walked in there, and I was just like looking around and then like there was like a display case of like like uh, i don't know old vintagey items in there and there was like a blaster master uh hint book like made by scholastic like for the nes in one of those cases and i was like i tried to shake down the the 20 something with blue hair who was working there to fucking sell it to me and he wouldn't and then I started going on a fucking Abe Simpson rant about this is where the land, <laughs> this is the Atlantis castle was. And I played primal rage right over there. Gather around an old, an old person <laughs> is talking. And he was kind of like, he was into it, but then I, I didn't push my luck. I was like, Good yeah, call. man, this is cool. Like yeah, this was a car. He's like, oh, I always wonder what this was before we came in here. I was like, yep, cool, man. Well, have a good day. I'm Back old. in my day, you had to put a quarter in a game before you could play it. And yeah. cheeseburgers were 49 cents. It sounds so old now when I say it. It really does. I, could go I definitely felt fucking old after talking to that young man. I was like, oh, I, God. Yep, it's only going to get worse. So. All right. That's why you have to keep the other Robbie in, in tow so you can just slide him in and you can keep moving. Yeah, the stunt double. Yeah, stunt yeah, double. Stunt uh, double. Yeah. Yeah. Just throw right, we've, we've, we've meandered long enough. I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm out of stories for the week. Until next time. <laughs> Until next time. Very good. All right. All right. Uh, have fun with the rest of your podcast. Mm-hmm.
But we're going to try and do exactly that. And thank you for joining us. 8-Bit Supremacy, Robbie Coleman. I'm bad! John's will be better. John, we love you and we don't want you to misconstrue how good Robbie's intro and outro is <laughs> compared to yours. So, Mr. Coleman, have a good day. Oh, yeah, I'm still here. Yeah, Sorry, no. Bye. All right, bye. See you later. <laughs> I said good day. I said good day. All right. So here's what I suggest. First of all, Mark Reichert says, King or Armor King all day. I will, I will gladly play him. I think, you, I think you got a thing or two for a King or an Arbor King. So. So Johnny score. <laughs> okay. Mr. Ayuchi, are you still with us? <laughs> I'm, I'm still here, surprisingly. All right. All right. So I'm, surpri- <laughs> I'm more surprised than anybody. If I woke up with my head sewn to the carpet, I wouldn't be more surprised than I am right now, I believe is the line. Anyway, so it's the floor is yours. Okay, so obviously Super Castlevania 4 is amazing. It's a great game. I played it with my cousin. Uh, we played the original Castlevania together. I lived with him as a young teenager, and I have all the feels we went through this game together, so I've got a lot of nostalgia tied to it. That said, it's not a perfect game. It, it's it's wonderful, but it's not it's not perfect. I, I find like the beginning eight levels or nine levels pretty easy, and maybe I just wanted it to be a little harder, so it's a little easy. But then the difficulty ramps up out of nowhere, uh, especially in the last level. You're just like these bosses suddenly are difficult, and that, I, I feel like the game doesn't ease you into that very well because the bosses, especially if you keep the boomerang, are like easy. Uh, and then all of a sudden you get this point where you're like, oh man, this, this when you get to like Slogara, like suddenly it's hard unless you know exactly what's going on. So that said, all, all of that said, it's still a five. It's still a five. <laughs> I just think it, it has a couple of flaws and I just I, would be remiss if I was like, okay, it's not, you know, it doesn't have a couple of issues. It's always tough when I rate games because we talked about Zelda 2. Right, and I like Zelda 2. Uh, I I liked it more than I thought I was going to. I rated it a five. Is it a perfect game? No, but on on a scale, I, I would put it at a five. Just like you're saying here, right? Like it's not a perfect game, and you would make a great point. Like you get to that section with like the gears, the hearkening back to Dracula's Curse, that that part of the game where I think was it Jeremy Parrish that did the uh, he does the retrospective videos, and he's like Castlevania Super Castlevania Four is because one and three got smashed together, and that's how you got four kind of. Um, but that that level that you're talking about, like it's called like A one, it's really like level ten or eleven or whatever it is, whatever it is. Man, what a pain in the ass. You know what I mean? Like it does. It if goes from you mess up at all. If you mess up at all, you're just dead. It's yeah. game over. Oh, yeah. Start again. Yep. The worst. Yep. I, I I completely. It's just I. There's nothing I hate worse than that to say. Okay, like I should be able to be off by a little bit, or this one thing happened. Like I just. Oh, that's the worst to me. So I agree with you. But all right. Well, we've got you down for a five point zero. That's a clean sweep. Yep. That is a clean sweep. I'm not surprised by this. So at all. Johnny, apparently you picked one of the best games ever for us to do. Uh, it's yeah, not I mean, perfect. It, it's great. You know, I did debate trying to get you guys to do Symphony of the Night, but it's pretty long, especially if you two hundred percent. So I was like, uh, maybe not. That's going to be on the list someday, though. I'm sure of it. It has to. We'll have you back on for that one. We won't do it till we talk to you. How's that? I will tell anybody okay, else can, no. You can you can have me back for any Castlevania game you want, and I, I'm probably one of the few people who really loves Castlevania too. So I'm happy to talk any Castlevania game with you. 
Well, that, I appreciate that. So with, uh, with that, we have our ratings wrapped up. Yep. Five across the board. So what I'm going to do is this. I'm going to say, Jay, why don't you tell us where we can play it today? And then, Johnny, I want you to go over the collecting stuff that we've compiled in the notes. Because I don't think there's anybody on this call that knows more about collecting Castlevania, Super Castlevania 4 than you. So before we get to that, Jay, why don't you tell us where we can play this game today? Pretty quick. So, of course, Super Nintendo, i.e. in front of us here, amongst the... Uh, shitty great games <laughs> um the super famicom you can play it on the virtual console kind of on the wii the wii u and the you 3DS. could have yeah you yeah. could have the new 3ds maybe i don't know is that one still out there the other ones are dead <laughs> yeah i don't know but um you can play it on the super nes classic that's north american and the europe european version only yeah it's not on the japanese version of the mini the uh, classic i don't understand that uh-huh. i don't know Maybe they couldn't get, you know, Dracula to sign off on something. Might have been. It might have been a contract issue with him. It was one of those, It's it's been 100 years, he's busy. You know, mm-hmm. the other the other 99 years, he's not busy. But that 100th year, he's got a lot I going can't do on. I this year. I've got, other, I've got other commitments. He is the proprietor of the House of Evil, I've heard. There you go. So, so. And then, of course, uh, one more spot that you have in front of us is the Castlevania uh, Anniversary Collection. And that one's an interesting one to me because that is multi-platformed, right? Yes. So you can play it on the Switch or the ps4 or whatever but you can play it on the pc it's on steam and that's always oh. so weird to me like to play these games on a pc that isn't like an emulator where it's like legitimate it's just weird i don't know i don't know why that is uh, do you get that feeling too johnny do you ever run into that uh no because i don't ever play anything on steam so i i wouldn't know uh, i also say you can play it on the xbox as well because you can buy it on uh, as a digital download on live. Right. I mean, I should have, I should have added that as well, but like the, the, the modern gaming platforms, it's available for the, the, you know, in the Castlevania anniversary collection. I just find it odd that it's something you can play on the PC. Jay has a copy of this game. You have a copy of the Castlevania anniversary collection. I do. Yeah. On switch. I do. And that's yeah. actually how I played it. I mean, yeah. I played it over at your house. Yeah, too, yeah. That's how I played it at home. Yep. That's when we picked up when I was down in Atlanta. I forget yep. the name of the store down there, but whatever. Trading yeah, games you, or yours something. Is still sealed, isn't it? Yeah, it's, I'm not opening that thing. Why open it? Oh, shit, I ripped mine open two minutes after you handed it to me. I know. What Looking that, at the did, poster. Did you buy the big box? I didn't get the big box. I just I actually didn't pre-order it at all. I just wound up going into a store that had it down in, at like, I think it was Buford, Georgia was the store right outside of uh, Atlanta. And they had two of them. Jay and I had just been talking about it. And I'm like, I really should have ordered that. I didn't, I didn't buy any of that stuff. I, I I don't buy a lot of that limited run stuff. I just, I'm always like, yeah, I'll order it. And then I never do. But then I go to like Best Buy and buy Panzer Dragoon order, just like the raw game or whatever. And then this one, we just happened to stumble across a good deal on two of them. So I bought them both. Yeah, they were actually so. cheaper than what they were going for. Oh, considerably, which was weird because... They were like $75 when they were selling for well over a hundred. And then they had Panzer Dragoon Saga in their store for like $1,500. And I'm like, where do you guys get your prices from? <laughs> a dartboard. Yeah. yeah and it, it will be available in a regular edition at Best Buy um, with, I think the Castlevania three cover on it. Oh, okay. So you'll be pick that up in December. Oh, cool. In- interesting. I did not know that. Yeah. So like I said, I just have the anniversary one there. The, yeah. the, the switch, whatever that one is, that looks like the NES box. So, all right, so that's where to play it. I'm sorry. I said, yeah, it's a good one. I well, it's it's full of good ones, including this one. Yeah. So Johnny, tell me a little sorry, bit about. Whole... I'm sorry. Sorry, I said, I said I'm sorry. I I'm gross. I bought the whole big one from Limited Running Games. There's not look. There's... I about them. I love Castlevania, so it didn't matter. 
There's nothing wrong with that. And I'm going to tell you, our friend Matt, Matt got one, Matty, Matty Ice. Ice from the Matty Ice and Marky Mark podcast, he he got one, and I'm kind of like wishing I would have. <laughs> so yeah, I'm. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. All right. Anyway, so collecting. Tell me a little bit about the collecting of this game, Mr. Ayuchi. Sure thing. Uh, so one thing to know, like this is the big thing, and we're talking about strictly buying it on Super Nintendo, not any of these weird compilations. It comes in two versions, and that's the Made in Japan, which is earlier, and then the Assembled in Mexico, which is Majesco. You want the Made in Japan one because the quality on those ones are usually better than Assembled in Mexico. The ones, the labels are usually grosser, like the backs, just the boxes, the printing. It's just the manuals, black and white, white, right? The covers, what black and white on the manual. It's just not, not what you want. I mean, in a pinch, if you find a good deal, take whichever one you can find. But in general, if you're being choosy, grab the made in Japan one. Uh, loose, you can grab, then there's no real differentiation um, right now from people, but there will be. So at some uh, point, moms choose Jeff. Yep. At, um, at some point it will Japan. matter and you'll be glad that you bought the made in Japan version. That is true. On a game like this, it will matter eventually. Yeah. So $45, you can pick up a cart like 175 ish. You can get one in box. And then if you want one sealed, you can pay from 500 to a thousand, depending on the quality of that seal and what you're looking to get. Yep. And then, uh, do you want me to get into the population reports too? Because it's weird. It's, uh, one of the most, it's top 20 most graded Super NES games, which makes sense it's because it's Super Castlevania. Yeah. Like, in fact, that, that that it's not like the top five is kind of baffling. I think that's just because you, <laughs> when you look at a population report, it has less to do, it has something to do with the popularity of the game, it, but in the sealed world, it has and more, it has to do with do, dead stock, <laughs> right? Well, yeah. how many and, uh, people open this one? Yeah, exactly. People like it. Yep, exactly. And then like look at like look at F Zero, the player's choice version of F Zero is probably one of the three most graded games on Super Nintendo because there's still more dead stock than there are people who want it nowadays. So So many. There's yep. so many there. Yep. And like old Mario Karts. Um yep. yeah, I'm sure it, that's a high one. Yep. Anyways, population report. Uh made in Japan, there's nine assembled in Mexico thirty five, which makes sense because it was later. So that means it was coming out when People were less interested in purchasing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the best grade on the uh, on the Made in Japan one is a nine point six A plus. Why? Because the box probably looks nicer because it wasn't made in Mexico. Um, <laughs> Even though and, there were and, and more Mexico, in, Mexico, in Mexico, it didn't make the grade. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in a Mexico factory, not specifically just because Mexico. I mean, just the production runs out of there are bad. Um, but anyways, the Made in Mexico ones, the Majescos are nine point fours. A plus plus is your high grade. And then if we get into gross territory and we t- start talking about graded games, the assembled in Mexico, Majesco, there's 7.5 A plus went for $576 back in April of this year. And then a 9.4, same uh, assembled in Mexico, that A plus, a 9.4 A plus, $3,360. That was April 23rd, so not much longer. Look at that price jump from a 7.5 to a 9.4. But uh, here's... The real, the real price trip, jump. Guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here's the real trip. Made in Japan, early production, 9.6 A plus. $10,000 April 22nd. So while that $3,000 is a big jump from the $500 one, it is significantly less than the $10,000 one that sold 
just a day before. So something and I, to consider. I think this speaks to a lot. And I mean, like, obviously I listen to you uh, and, and your show and, and Tyler and, and everybody on there on the Collector's Quest. And I think that generally what you guys promote is to say, and I know Tyler is very big proponent because he's gone into the deep end of the earliest firsts of this and that. But when you see it here, I think this is kind of a precursor of what you can expect eventually because there's a, such a small disparity between those two. But because one is made in Japan and is early produ- production, it's three times as, as expensive, right? It's just so much more money. Yep. And, it, you know, all those both both those auctions ended within a day of each other. But you see, it's, it's no different than the sticker seal Mario's and the first run this and that. Get the first prints or the early prints of things now if you can, too, because if not that you should care for this point, this is not why it's just going to be more desirable later. And you're going to wish that you would have gotten it when you could, as opposed to having to shell out a bunch of money later because you want it. So that it is. We always say, like, get get the earliest and best version that you can afford. And like, and if you can't afford it, I know like waiting is hard. It's like hard to tell people wait and save your money in like today's market. Now though, things are kind of falling. So maybe that's still true. Yeah. But with Castlevania, like really just get the early one, just do yourself a favor and get the early one. If you're buying it sealed, like you're going to have to do what you got to do. If you see a good price on sealed one, but if you're buying it CIB and the price isn't really a difference, even if it's $50 more, you're going to like that you spent that extra money. You're going to wish that you did because it's some picky bitch later is going to go, oh, yeah, I have the Majesco. That's garbage. And then no one will buy it. Anyway. Aren't you happy you have the one you have? I should be able to do all the promotion and be like, hey, you know, this is the early earliest print run available, blah, blah, blah. Rather, you know, yep. you know not Majesco. You'll be able to write things like that. Uh, not Majesco, right. <laughs> Made in Japan, not Majesco. <laughs> And then Which, you'll be I mean, rich fair, behind. <laughs> well, to be fair, if I'm looking through auctions and someone calls that out, that does catch my attention. I'm like, oh, yeah, it, that's the better version. It makes your life easier when you're looking for something, too. <laughs> right, exactly. Because so. I'm, I mean, I'm squinting at pictures, like looking, trying to trying to see prints on the back of boxes. I'm like, which one is this? Yep. If there's not like a super obvious difference. And there is the, the early print one from Japan looks a little, I always find the print looks a little darker. But that's, yep. Maybe that's. Eh, you know. And if the box is silver, it's PAL. So don't buy that one. Don't buy it at all. <laughs> that is not your PAL, buddy. I own it. It's great. Look, man, Konami games and silver boxes are iconic, and you could have that with Castlevania. I admit. And they all look nice together. Man, man you're going to make me buy this, aren't you? I mean, I'm not going to make you buy it, but I'm just saying you can put Castlevania 1, 2, 3, and now Super Castlevania 4 right next to each other. Beautiful silver boxes. Hmm. All right. Well, anyway, I'll I'll make a note of that here as I write beautiful silver boxes, and I'm gonna put a heart around it, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna just put a little smiley face by it, so I remember. That's right. That's right. With my kittens on the front of it. All right. So. Lisa Franks. Yeah. You want to talk about something that's collectible? Lisa Frank Trapper Keepers. Woo. They are. But, I know. I'm not kidding. People are gonna think that's a joke. I, I remember not too long ago getting online and going, I remember Trapper Keepers. Let me take a look. And then like there were some of them were just worth nothing, and others were just like, I'm like, what's happening? People Seriously? are buying. Yeah, didn't know. I, people, I didn't know that. People will buy Trapper Keepers. Look, look up Lisa Frank. She's a famous designer. She's the yep. one who did like all the neon yep. in there. Just yeah, famous designer and uh, sought after. Yep. 
Well, more I'll have to check in those. The art snob Johnny Iucci telling us all about the great artists of the uh, Trapper Keeper well, era. You know, if you're going to buy a Trapper Keeper, there's only one artist for me about Lisa Fry. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, I needed that. So, uh, Jay, I have a question for you. Do you remember who made the Trapper Keeper? Who was it by? Uh, Sir Isaac Trapper Keeper. No, Johnny. I think you. Do you know? Uh, I believe Mead. I believe Mead made it. Yes, Mead did. Mead. Yeah, yeah, I believe it was because I used to. Mead was based out of Dayton, and we drove down past it. And I was like, "That's where all the trapper keepers are made." God, I was two hundred and fifty dollars. Factory. Oh my god! <laughs> you think that van is full of jeans or truck is full of jeans? Yes, it's exactly that. Where I drove past it, I was like, "Wow, they make all the trapper keepers." I was probably eleven or whatever, you know. So. Back in my day, our <laughs> trapper keepers had kittens on them and pink neon, and that's how we liked it. <laughs> it is how we liked it. Damn it! Yeah. I miss the I miss those days. I don't really. <laughs> Ninety five bucks one sold for. Two, yeah. So when you're out there garage selling kids and you see that trapper keeper, you're like, no, oh, fuck that. No, you're wrong. If it's pick it up. <laughs> yeah, like consistently between yeah, like eighty and a hundred plus dollars for these leaks of I, Frank ones. I I rarely go to a garage sale, see something that's thirty years old and in nice condition, and leave it anymore because I'm just like. Surely, if it's 35 years old or whatever it is, somebody wants it. I don't care what it is anymore. Hell of a drug. Yeah, like, sure, it might be like some neon seal on the cover of that Trapper Keeper, but someone's paying you $50 for it. Yes, yep, absolutely. Just buy it. Yep, some clown out there who is an idiot about Trapper Keepers like I am about video games would buy it. Uh, So anyway, speed running. Jay, Jay's over here in a, like a, astonishment. Like he cannot believe what people I'm are paying for blown. trapper keeper. Yeah, it's a trapper keeper. <laughs> I'm done. I, I You're all welcome for that internet black hole. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you know, I know I'm going to be falling asleep to tonight. I'm looking at eBay like, ooh, I do need a trapper keeper. Maybe I, I need the Lisa like Frank. I do like unicorns. You know what I was thinking <laughs> is. I don't buy the Lisa Frank when I'm an idiot. I should just, I'm stupid not to buy it. You know, I was thinking is we could old school it. Next show, we could put up Trapper Keepers. Remember how you used to do that in school? A bunch of these junk bastards won't remember that. Yeah, you made your own little fort. You made fort. your own little fort. You yes, made your Trapper Keeper Of course. Fort. I was in my castle. You, I could not, you cannot infiltrate. It, like Simon Belmont would try to come in there and whip me, and I'd be like, look, okay, I'm not Dracula. This is I, this is just Trapper Keeper. Leave me alone. None Man, of that happened. Okay. I, I feel sorry for this generation that just doesn't know that if you didn't have a Trapper Keeper, you weren't shit. Trapper Keeper, like, nope. you felt cool. Like, it was a whole selection process. You went to wherever you were buying your school supplies that year, and, man, you poured <laughs> over the, those Trapper Keepers. It was a tough choice. You're like, man, which one am I getting? Am I getting, like, a baseball player on this one? Am I getting a sweet car? Uh, ul- maybe it's just some cool neon design. I don't know. Tough choice. The ultimate power move is just to walk up to a kid with no Trapper Keeper and rip that Velcro <laughs> and just look at him and be like, <laughs> That's right. You just have shitty folders, you poor. Tennis, tennis shoes and trapper keepers. That was your status symbol back yeah, then. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. Oh. Anyway, so I think we have to talk about speed running, and yeah. then we can wrap up. Sounds like speed running time. Yeah, yeah. So, Jay, why don't you talk to us about the speed running of this game? Sure. I could do that. So, speed running. So, we had 160 people do it. 160 players. What, speed run? Yes. Okay, cool. We had 992 runs. That's a lot. That is a lot. Com- com- compared to the Godzilla games that we did last week, that's a, s- a lot. Yeah, what <laughs> a we lot, have, a lot. What do we have for the Godzilla games? Like less, 12? Less. Eight? <laughs> 
Many less. I don't want to even think about Maybe it ever again. I, I don't think we should remove that episode. But yeah. either way. So um, as far as the run type goes, so we have any percent for the first loop. So that's just there's, running. There's yeah, two loops to this game, right? Loop de loop. The second one is harder than the first one. Yes. So with the I first. most Castlevania game, so. Yeah. yeah. But any percent first loop, that was uh, done by JC, J underscore C-E-E. And uh, he did it in 31 minutes. He or she. It's a he. I watched this run. Oh, okay. He did it in 31 minutes and 18 seconds. Yeah. Any percent second loop was done by Joe D'Amelio, and he did it. And you can nail the Italian names, but man, don't put a Japanese name in front of Jay. He looked at that and said Joe D'Amelio. I looked at that five times before I could pronounce it. But you put a Japanese name in front of Jay, and he'll butcher the fuck out of it. Yep. <laughs> That's why Juan Franco. That's right, Juan Franco, yeah, the former pitcher for the Mets. Uh, yes. Sorry, Joe D'Amelio, second loop, any percent? Uh, <laughs> he did it in 32 minutes and 52 seconds. Correct. Um, then any percent for both loops, again, was Joe D'Amelio. And then he did it in one hour, 14 minutes, and 17 seconds. It would have been hilarious if it had been like Joe D'Amelio. Joe You give the, the, the Spanish double L and just screw everybody up. Wait, what happened? I thought it was Joe D'Amelio. Yeah, Joe D'Amelio. Forget right. about it. So, and all those were from speedrun.com. Yeah, very good. So that brings us to the end. So, Mr. Ayuchi, I want to say thank you for joining us. Do you want to tell people where they can find you? Sure. Uh, th- first, thank you guys very much for having me on your show. Hope it's not the last one. Hope hope we get through this together. Um, but in these tough times, if we don't, you know where you can find me to, for some solace is on the Collector's Quest podcast. You can find me on Instagram under Johnny underscore Ayuchi. And, um, yeah, you can also find us on the Collector's Quest Discord. So I'm not going to go into a promotion for that, but if you are here, you you know how to get there. If you want to give them between 2 and $6 on Patreon, which is patreon.com forward slash Collector's Quest podcast, you will get exclusive access to the Discord, where you can hang out with nerds like us all day. Just the best people. What you get really is access to the best people who collect video games. I, I would agree. Too. Is the sweet spot. Yes, four dollars is the sweet uh, spot. Yeah. Valdor points out. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're you're on Instagram as well. Personally, I know you don't post a lot on there, but you have more so recently. I mean, I, I go through phases, right? I just took a little break because I'm ramping up. Also, like normally, I just show what I buy, and people are always like, like "Oh God, sorry." That's okay. Got a little alarm. Normally, alarm. I just, yeah, I have to take my, it's my medicine alarm because I'm an old man and I forget to pee. Take. Um, so, yeah, I like it's Halloween time. So I'm not buying stuff that I want to show yet. Normally, I just like, right. here's a stupid thing I bought. Like, yes, I could go into my collection of 10,000 games and show you all the good stuff, but it is way more fun to show just the dumbest shit that people like myself spend money on. Silly because you can go to any Instagram and be like, oh, Mario 3, that one's really good. Do you oh, remember that look- game? Do you remember it? Yeah, do you remember these ones, guys? Remember them? Remember these ones? Everyone liked them. They were so good. Yeah, no. How about I show you the Bernstein Bears from the game? Huh? You want extreme sports? Extreme sports Bernstein Bears? No. You didn't know you did, but you do. Now you, okay, now you yep, you saw this it, and now you got to cool. have it. Yeah. <laughs> well, man, thank you for the impassioned ending. <laughs> to this. Yeah, You've been listening to the LGN podcast. That's <laughs> L 
LGN. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. Thank you for that. Make sure you let everybody know to listen to LGN as well. So in your cars yeah. or your boats or whatever it is that you, you, know, you listen. Can you find us on Video Sage? At yeah. yeah, you can find Default me on Video LGN. Sages, double S. <laughs> Video stages, MLS, uh, and that's the Lost Guys Network, LG. <laughs> the Last Guys Network. So, all right. Well, thank you for joining us. I We obviously appreciate you coming on. It's been great to get the chance to talk to you. I hope we can do it again soon. Um, I will most certainly be in contact. Don't say it. Don't say it. It's going to happen. Okay. We're just going more along the lines I, of you might be like, you might hang up tonight and be like, holy shit, what did I just waste two hours for? No, he's talking about killing our podcast. But we're saying we hope we get to do it again because you aren't like, oh my God, I'm never, do I'm never going back here again. No, it does. I, like, have you, you've heard my podcast, right? Like, uh, no, like we never do a whole after dark section where Tyler and I talk about, we talked about statues we were looking at on the internet. <laughs> and we had a good time and people paid money okay. to listen to that extra content we need to do <laughs> I, I think we need to do uh we need to do a crossover episode and do a live stream of me and tyler hope seeing who can get through mike tyson's punch out first Ooh, man you haven't beat mike tyson's punch out i haven't what is no. wrong with you people i i have about a hundred million times i've told that story many times but yes and i did it on a live stream here not when our friend matt was on yeah matt and i beat it back to back as a matter of fact yeah, i've never beat it yeah never i know he's trash that's why he's the co-host <laughs> you don't get full host naming rights until you beat mike tyson is tyler a co-host too mm, he does a lot more work than you i'll just host uh, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right. So I want to talk a little bit about the next game we're going to do and our guest. Okay. So we're going to do a show in a week, right? We're actually going to move it up. Uh, we we moved this one up. I think actually. We, I don't remember. No, whatever. this was moved no, 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 This right. one's normal. I mean, this is the normal. Days this is the normal. Yeah. So we're actually going to do a show next week. It's going to be Thursday, September fifteenth. And we are going to be joined by the one and only Milwaukee Retro Gamer, who I see in the chat now, uh, Mr. Kalen McAteer. So Kevin McAllister from Home Alone is going to join us in studio here uh, next uh, next Thursday. And we are going to discuss, <laughs> foreshadowing from earlier, Arkanoid. Where did I put those? <laughs> who cares? Oh, we all know what okay. the Arkanoid looks like. Yeah. <laughs> so, yep, good old Kalen. Um, we're, excited to, uh, we're excited to see you. And uh, excited to have you in the studio. And uh, he and I, and possibly Jay, and God knows who else around here, are going to go parade around and do some video game shopping um, when he's in town. So definitely looking forward to that and taking that Thursday and Friday off. And we're just going to, we're going to fucking party, man. <laughs> we're going to fucking play Arkanoid. And we're going to go video game shopping. And we're going to come home and go to bed. And we're going to do it all again the next day. Am I coming with you guys? If you, if you can make it. Saturday, pretty sure. Friday, possibly. Saturday's probably going to be my day. All right. Well, I think he said he's leaving because he doesn't like you then. Oh, well. Okay. Anyway, and I will also say I don't think we'll have a show the following week because it sounds like I'm going to be in Chicago. So for, for our work. friend Robbie out there, Kalen is supposed to bring some stuff for Robbie home, but I'll probably be taking it myself potentially because I'm going to be there for a week, uh, the week of the 19th. I think Kalen's driving through Chicago. He should just pick Robbie up on the way. Robbie yeah. will be live in studio too. We've been trying to get Robbie out here, and this, this all he has to do is jump in the car, but... Anyway, so Jay, where can the people listening to us now find us? We have a link tree. Okay. Yeah. How's that work? Oh, it's uh, you go to the website. So it's uh, what's a website? That sounds like something for old people. It is. Well, hey, hey, 
We went to the market and we socialized in the <laughs> checkout line. We looked at magazines. They used to print them on paper. <laughs> oh, they had writers back then. <laughs> That's awesome. Anyway. And people cared about the English language. Now it's all of your twits and your tweets <laughs> and your emojis. I hate it. <laughs> I want to burn it all to the ground, which we are kind of doing right now. Anyway, anyway Linktree. Yeah, it's actually, uh, it's it's linkter. Yes. Dot ee. Yeah. For those writing this down. slash lost joystick. Okay, excellent. Linkter. 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 Get all your linkters at lost joystick is I think how it works. You got to make sure to type that slow. You don't want a spastic linkter. No, that doesn't sound like anything anybody No, wants. it is not. If you just want to go to the social media because you can't type linkter, Instagram and Twitter is lost joystick. Yep. So you just search Lost Joystick on Instagram or Twitter. That's true. Or the tweeter, as, as Johnny so graciously put it. Or you can go to Facebook or Twitch, and it's Lost Joystick Network. And we have an email. Yeah. And you're still more than welcome. We're not going to send you shit. But you're still more than welcome to email us, buy me Bone Storm, or go to hell. If someone does, I'll send them something. Oh, shit. Go ahead, then. I, I have, so it's look, uh, info I, at lostjoystickNetwork.com. And I'm going to tell you, I just took seven tubs of Super Famicom games to my storage facility. Somebody's got a problem. <laughs> no, I, I mean, it's yes, a solution to somebody's problem. But if anybody's interested, I've got plenty of stuff I'd be happy to provide at, at a greatly discounted rate. <laughs> I bet Clearvis would like some games. I don't know who that is. No. Okay. What is that? Some more games. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right. So with that, I think it's time to bid you Wait. all farewell. No. no, it's not. It's not time. No, Wait. I want to tell them, like, uh, also, uh, for just the people on the Patreon, you can cut it for everybody else. So the people on Collector's Quest Discord, you guys uh, feel free to, I'm going to make an episode channel for Lost Joystick Network until they make their own Patreon so you guys can discuss their stuff there. Wow. Man, I feel like I'm not suggesting any. None of your fans should pay me for your show, but the people <laughs> who I know are in our podcast who are already there. I feel like uh, we should pay you for our show. <laughs> no, no, you guys are great. I told you, I, you're you're like a um, a co-podcast to ours, and I, I like it a lot. So I appreciate that. That's we, awesome, Johnny. Thank you. Yep, Thank you. Seriously. That means a lot. So, and we definitely look forward to uh, posting all kinds of stupid bullshit in that channel. So make sure it is unmoderated. Robbie wants to get uh, paid. Yeah. It's going to be titled LGN. 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 The Lost Guy Stick Network. No, the Lost Guy Stick Network. The lo- Lost I don't guys know about the Guy Stick part doesn't sound good. Lost Guys Network. Lost Guys Network. The can, we call guys. It, can we call it U- UGN? Use Guys Network. That's too close to UPN, and nothing good ever came out of that. UPN. Oh, UPN. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. Vampire Slayer. Oh, Use yeah. Guys Network. Get there. Eh? He's got me. He's got me there. Shit. All right. Damn. No, that's awesome. Thank you, John. Very good. All right. So now am I good to send off? Yes. Johnny. Sorry. Okay. Yes. I just take over your podcast and tell you when you can stop. (laughs) This is what I do. Get me out of here. Stop trying to put it into this. We're going to go all night, buddy. All right. So with that, I bid you all farewell. And I will say. Go out there, have fun, be safe, and be excellent to each other. <laughs>